All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 127. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas. And joining me tonight, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? It's going, Fred. Yeah. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> it's been a night. I'm not going to, we just, I just talked about it with you. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about yeah, it so again. Yeah, so do it again. No. <laughs> uh, nothing. Just, just a lot, of, just busy in the last three hours for no reason and driving me nuts. It's a rough so, way to, you have Mondays off though, right? I do. I have tomorrow to unwind, but not really. I'll be um, taking apart beds. Oh yeah. No, I wasn't saying it made it any them. easier to deal with, yeah, but no. at least you don't have to go to work tomorrow. I'm in kind of a bitchy mood right now because like I, I just really don't want to go to work tomorrow. Mm. I'm not dreading work mm-hmm. or anything, but, and also you can hear this already. Sorry for those who this is annoying. It's not the recording and it's not my mic. I don't know what the fuck's going on with my voice right now. To my knowledge, I didn't raise my voice at any given time this week <laughs> to necessitate losing my voice, but I've got a lot of like flemminess and they, the fucking allergy season needs to go away, but it needs to stop being 85 degrees in fucking October out here. Um, mm. and I'm guessing that's the culprit. So sorry, I'm going to be hoarse. I'm going to be clearing my throat a lot and I will do my best to mute while I do that. There you go. That's all. Like well. that. So if you suddenly hear everything, just die. That's my mm-hmm. mic getting muted. <laughs> I like it. You need a cough button. You know? Yeah, well, I do. I actually have one on my, um. On my, oh God, what are these? The Yeti. Um, but I actually use the one on the Yeti because if I use the one for our call, it still ends up on the recording. So everybody else suffers oh. but you. <laughs> and so, oh. so that's why I actually do the huge where it literally just kills the mic. Mm-hmm. So Nice. Yeah. Well, I got my, because um, of my stressful night, I went back to the old, the old standbys, right? I have big, giant bowl of pizza bites. Right, which yeah. is a gem, yeah. All right, which I burned my hands making. That's a, yeah. that, that adds to it, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna retread all that, Fred. Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah, no, no. We've said it. It's said. And I got some Sam Adams here, the Jacko pumpkin stuff, and uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to relax. You know what I mean? Yeah, relax. Yeah, I think I think you will be amused by some of my. Uh, non-video game related stories for this week. Oh. So <laughs> if you're looking for Boy, that it, fun stuff, it's it's on I the love way. It. I love <laughs> it. You know, I had a busy, busy weekend. What's funny is uh, just yesterday, we went to a wedding, right? And you get that, that affirmation of love again. You're like, look at this. I'm feeling it. It's in the air. And then in just one day, one day it can, goes right back <laughs> to, oh yeah. Taken this, away from you. Yeah, this is what it's like. <laughs> Again, these people drive me nuts. But, um, <laughs> you know, busy weekend. Busy. I hate busy stuff. You know what I mean? Which, I so, absolutely like, know what you mean. <laughs> like when you just have that day coming up and you're like, Whew, like this is this is a lot, you know? And that was my saddest. Saturday I had um, early football games because my son's six, right? Flag. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the youngest that the youngest – Play the earliest. If anybody does kids sports, oh. it's like at least here we do. Yeah, that's so, not how it works around here. So that's why I'm surprised. Okay. Oh yeah, where we where I am, the the it's that's youngest and throughout the day goes up. 
No, so ours is staggered. So like every age group will play every time. So your son would play at seven o'clock at night in some version of our season. Mm. No. Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? But our first games are eight or nine in the morning. I forget which one. I think it's eight in the morning. Six-year-olds are up at... Six-year-olds are up at 6 a.m. anyways, running around. That's so you might as well true. get them out there on the yeah. field. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Why wait around all day? <laughs> get them out there. So, yeah, and then literally as um, we're getting off the field, the two other teams are lined up, ready to go. The older, the older ones, and et cetera. Et cetera. Like whoever's taking over afterwards? Whoever's yes, getting whoever the, the next, next game is. Yeah. Yes, they're, they're waiting. Like, get off the field. Um <laughs> But you know, it was um, it was uh, breast cancer awareness week for the sport. So, you know, all the kids had like the pink knee highs on, yep. and uh, and uh, <clears throat> as you can, as I showed you before the show, I got my my pink Dixon in, yeah, just in time. Yeah, it's looking to show sharp, it off. Man. I do like it. It is very sharp, and it's actually a breast um, cancer awareness shirt. Like they do charity shirts yeah. where they. The proceeds go. So this one's actually, um, it's not just pink for no reason. Because um, they do have, well, they do have other pink ones here and there. Like they had a David Bowie one. I do remember seeing that. That had like, yeah. that had like pink and blue in it and stuff. No, this is straight up. It's called the Fighter. And the tag's pretty badass. It has some roses, but it also has like some pink boxing gloves. Sweet. I love um, that. Yeah, it's a nice shirt. My son wants one. I was like, yeah, sure. I can imagine. Um <laughs> So and it, it it got rained out, right? So wait, wait, our kids played. Got rained out. Well, <laughs> it, I should say we they still played, but I just had to stand in the rain. So um, gotcha. So they still play in the rain. I don't know how other towns do it or other states, but unless it's lightning out, uh, yeah. they play. Yeah, lightning, no what and then I think there was one time where we had a true blue downpour where, like, water was pooling on the field, and they waited about yes. five, ten minutes, but then they were like, nah, stop it. Yep. So what happened was the other team didn't show up. Ah, you went right? by forfeit. They, yeah, so they didn't, like, post anything or call anybody. They just didn't show up, which, uh, <laughs> which I don't know, kind of rude shit. and disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're all up there at seven. It was funny because the game started at eight. I think it started at eight or nine. I can't remember. Um, can't remember. But anyways, I think it started at nine, but you had to be there at eight. And I remember it was like 8.45. And the team we were playing was wearing blue. And okay. there wasn't one blue anything <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think the other people oh, are coming. Show up. And I'm like, uh, you know, unless they're all carpooling. <laughs> uh, I don't think this other town's coming, you know? Yeah. And uh, so sure Accurate. enough, they didn't show up. So the the refs were there and stuff. So the kids still played. They played seven on seven against each other. And oh, that's cool. Yes. And we won. So basically it was a glorified practice. <laughs> well, yeah, of course you won. But, oh, wait. But meaning your son's side won? I was like, no, no. No, no I meant we, yeah, no, the team I meant my son's team won oh, okay. finally. Yeah. It's their first win because oh, the other team That's right. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, 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 um, yeah. Hey, man, you take what you can <laughs> they get try. in this world, okay? They, like, they a try. win's a win, Listen, okay? <laughs> they try, they look very cute out there in their uniforms. Yeah, absolutely. Hey. Um, even the announcer, uh, you know, Coach Tyler, uh, the announcer 
is a wise guy. He's been doing the announcing, you know, because we have an announcing booth and all that shit. And uh, well, that's right, yeah. He always says funny shit. And uh, at one point, he said, uh, "You know, Coach Tyler finally get gets his first win of the season." <laughs> yeah, over the loudspeaker. It was very yeah. nice. Very nice. Comedian That's how we are. <laughs> Even on the loudspeaker, we shit on each other. Yeah. Even the I, same town, <laughs> friends. I believe Coach Ali even helped that man set up his booth. Still <laughs> shit on him. Didn't matter. Hey, it's how we do it. East Coast is infamous for busting balls. It just is um, the reputation your neck of the woods has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I was having a good good time with it, actually. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> he's like, stop by Norton. And that's a two-yard loss by Norton. He was, you know, he was having a good time just <laughs> calling his town's name over and over. Love it. For uh, the same thing. Um, but that was in the rain. And then that went, my wife was there with her little cheerleaders in the rain. And so we had a big, busy football morning, all right? Mm-hmm. But then we had to get home, shower, change, because we had a wedding to go to down Cape Cod, down the Cape, as we say, nice. on the Cape. Um, and that was, I think we got home at, we got home at 10, 10 30. The okay. wedding was at two, Damn. which my wife said was three <laughs> and it's two hours away. So that means you um, left the reception at roughly eight o'clock. <laughs> If I'm no. if I'm reading that correctly, no, 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 no. Okay, no. no. The wedding was at two. We were at home still. We got home from the football at ten thirty. Right. So two hours. What's eleven? So we had to leave by noon to get there for the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that's how. Yeah. Um, that place. The problem was <laughs> the, the problem was out. my wife was telling me all day it was three o'clock. All day long. So we were planning on getting there at 3. Mm-hmm. Right? Or 2.30, right? You get there a little early. Sure. So you can Shuffle get in, in there. Get it was a small one. It was, on the, on it was a right friend's side. wedding. It was only like 30 people. It was supposed to be on the beach, but it's pouring out. Hurricane winds come blowing up. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they had to have it inside. So my buddy was just shitting himself all for the last two days. Right? <laughs> Everything can go in the pot. Um and so, yeah, we had the change, hop in the car, and then we didn't have a babysitter or nothing. See, most of the people going uh, got a place down there for the for the night, and they were going down the night before and like hanging out. I could see and that. And then mm-hmm. good times, you know. We weren't doing that. And then, so it was the first time my daughter was going to watch my son ever for like a long period of time. So that was nerve wracking. Oh, okay. So that's that's how you did it. That makes sense. That makes sense. Your daughter's old enough. Um, She's 15, yeah. But she should <laughs> yeah. be able to watch a six-year-old, you would think. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Well, uh, I was thinking so we babysitters and stuff, right? But, okay, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, but it's it's weird to get a 16-year-old babysitter for a 15-year-old. So you got to, <laughs> you know, I told my son, I, I said, look at the bright side to my daughter. I said, soon you, your brother will be old enough to watch you. So we got that happening. Another year or two, he can babysit you. <laughs> Um, fucking, and so we we left at noon, and my my GPS said we we're going to be there at twenty past two, and I'm like, sweet. 
Yeah. Yeah. In case yeah. there's traffic, by, by it's pouring out. You're on time. Good. You're early. Yeah. And so we get all the way down there and I get about, I don't know, I'm like four minutes away. Like literally I'm going down weird little dirty dirt winding roads, you know, getting mm-hmm. to this beach house. And I get a text from him, from my buddy. He was getting married. He's like, uh, what's up? He's like, what's up, yo? <laughs> He's like, uh, where are you? And I was like, so I had to pull over real quick because I didn't know where I was. And I'm like, I'm like, so I could text him back, you know, and I go, right. uh, I said, I'm, I'm like down the street, down the street. I'm like, I'll be there. He's like, uh, and I said, two, three o'clock, right? He goes, uh, no, two. And I'm like, oh, we thought it was three. He's like, well, how, where are, I? are you close? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like literally around the corner. So, you know, we got there at like 20 past mm-hmm. and, uh, we were the last people for sure to walk in, but they definitely weren't like waiting on us because it was gotcha. people mingling around and shit still. Sure. But, but he was panicking. He was ready to go and sweating with his, with all his kids were like his, his, uh, entourage is, his, uh, you know, his wedding party. Yeah. But she was, she was behind a little, his, his wife, his soon to be wife. So, we had time to get in there and not look totally terrible, but we definitely made them like sweat, you know? Yeah. You should have just and, entered uh, with like one of the groomsmen and just like sauntered oh off. Like God. you guys should have entered as like a groomsman bridesmaid, but then just cut yeah. off to seats. Well, you know, my wife is, she prides herself on being like this organized person. So I'm like, what? She goes, I, our invitation said three. So she texted my daughter and said, can you take a picture of it on the fridge and send it? And it says two. It says two. I don't know why I thought three. Like, yeah, I don't know either. The brain can um, be deceptive at times. <laughs> yeah. But we got there. We made it. It was a lovely. I've never seen my buddy. So this friend is a, is was a <clears throat> brother in arms there back in the club bar drinking heavy ah. days. Mm-hmm. Um, still good friends. Um, we talk often. Um, you know. Yeah, I would say he's still one of my closest friends. And uh Sweet. so he's he's been in a long-term relationship like a marriage, but they never were really married. And then that like went south a few years ago, and it was really devastating for him because he had kids, they had a pretty big family. Like he raised her kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're like the Brady bunch. Like he, he has a daughter from a previous relationship from back when we were like in our twenties. Okay. And then then he met this girl, and she had twins that were probably like four years old at the time. Okay. And so he was raising them with mm-hmm. his daughter, and then they had two kids together. <laughs> there you go. And those two boys are like high school age now. So they're all grown. Like the, the twins and stuff, everybody's like in their 20s, you know? Right, yeah. And so, then his, so his boys are- So it's kind of an adult wedding, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. and um, But- you know, and it was nice to see the twins and stuff were there. You know what I mean? Like they're still with him, even though you know he's not with the mom, right? You know, because he's stepdad. You know, yeah. Um, but that's nice. You know, sometimes there's a break there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, when the, I do. Ties get severed like that, <laughs> uh-huh. and it's like, well, I don't know. He's my father. He's not my father. I don't know. Um, so it was good to see everybody there. Um, 
but yeah, he he had never got married to the last one, but he he went through the ringer with like craziness and child support and and she really like she went off the deep end. She really you know, so and that's not me as a yeah on their break. That's not yeah. me. <laughs> that's not me as a guy being like if she was crazy. It took him to no. She really was like I don't want to work anymore, and you're how I you're accomplish gonna, this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, even though you watch the kids most of the time, I'm going to try to get you full extent of like every penny. Mm-hmm. And then when I have the kids, I'm just going to like leave them home alone and just go out and do stuff and spend the rent. Like she that really works. went off yeah. the deep end. Like, you know, <clears throat> and he's kept it together, you know, and then it was good to see. And then this girl he married is younger girl. He's he's like 45-ish and she was she's like in her late 20s. But she's like this old soul, you know what I mean? Like when you when you meet her, she's like feels your age. Like she's just an like old she wants to grab dinner man. at four o'clock. <laughs> she she, she <laughs> knits and shit. Like all our friends yeah, are elderly and shit. It's weird. You're like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> but it was funny seeing him because he's always the wisest. I've never seen him, uh, my buddy, shook like that. You know what I mean? Like when they started the wedding, he was like, you could see, you know, when you. They're chilling, and all of a sudden you see the long puffs, big huffs and puffs. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, he's uh, he's trying not to faint right now is what he's doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's, I've uh, been there, man. Yeah, it's like, himself. yeah. I go, he's uh, concentrating hard on not falling through that plate glass window uh, out into the ocean <laughs> of this balcony. Um, and it was good. And then they did the vows, and they got cho- he got choked up, and I've never seen it. And I was just like, god damn, man. You know, love was in the air. You know, when you go to those weddings, it's you're good like, to see damn. that. Yeah, there, there are you some put, weddings. Yeah, you put your arm around your wife. And mm-hmm. Oh, look at this! <laughs> Feeling good. Remember when that happened? Yeah. Yeah, and what was even better was uh, I, I, I love this more than anything. So, two other friends were there from our crew, right? Uh huh. Um, so I was a late comer to this like core friendship. So it was him. My buddy and, and these two other guys, right? And they grew up together since they were little kids. And uh, I didn't meet my buddy Mike that's getting married until I was at work when I was like 20. Okay. Right? And and so he was a little younger than me. He's probably like, I don't know, 18-ish, 17, 18 when I was like 20. And so we started we, – we come – like work buddies and shit. And then we started hanging out a lot and going to like clubs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of got pulled into his little group and I was kind of an outsider for a little bit mm-hmm. because they were all like uh, skateboarders and shit. And I wasn't. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? Like their, their culture, they were, they were heavy into skateboarding and all that shit. And then I sort of assimilated a little bit, even though I never skateboarded, but clothes wise and music wise, I sort of assimilated into their group. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we had a wild 10 years for sure. Like our 20s were pretty wild with that group. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, one was like, you know, the wiry, like up to no good guy. Like what there was that one, you know, one of them was like, you know, like he's our friends, but he's he's always dealing with people we don't know. Like, who's that guy he's talking to? And he's always like, he's up to no good. Where's he going? He just disappeared at the end of the night. And, you know, he got into like, he'd get into some drugs and stuff, you know. So he was one of them. And then the other one was like the froggy one that never wanted to go out. And he was always looking to like hit somebody. So yeah. he was always like keyed up and you were just like, Rrr. 
Or you gotta him. watch. You got to watch out when he's talking to a stranger at the bar because you never know if he's going to hug him or yes. push him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that dude. It's so strange. And then you had my buddy who's just drinking and gets a, and is happy out of control, <laughs> but gets like, like but he's like he, a true he happy get, drunk. Yeah, but he gets people annoyed and like you know, mm-hmm. and that's trouble. It was a wild time back then. <laughs> like we all have, we all have crazy stories, and they were there. And I haven't seen them in like 10 years. Uh, and it's funny because we're all in our, obviously in our f- mid 40s now. I'm in right. my late 40s. They're in their mid 40s. We're all, you know, they have families. It's funny. And, um, but we all sort of look the same, you know? And um, what I really enjoyed. Actually, that's a good was, testament to your, uh, the uh, way you guys take care of yourselves, or at least genetics I guess takes so. care of you. I don't know. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Um, you know? You know, the one dude, the froggy dude, he yeah. still has that, like, I'm old, but I'm in suicidal tendencies. You know, he still has that dress code <laughs> and look, you know, you're like, okay. And the other dude that was like a, a Coke pot, like, side dealing dude, dude, he's like business suit, had a beautiful wife. He does in construction. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. now, I'm not saying he's doing shady stuff in construction, but he's making a good living. And I'm like, good for this guy. Yeah, but what often I loved, the drug users clean up nice. <laughs> they did. It is it looks good. Yeah. And but what I really loved was those two guys. They haven't talked in probably like twenty years. <clears throat> Shit. Uh, they had a falling out. I don't know. Probably when we're. I, I can't remember when. But and it was all over like girlfriends. You know what I mean? Uh, and I can't remember what it was about. But either one was with his girlfriend and hit on the other guy's girlfriend. Silly stuff. Right. But they just stopped talking. And it was like, um, and when you think about it, it's like they're both married and all this stuff. It's like, his girlfriends don't exist anymore, but they haven't talked in 20 years. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, people always like to attribute that to just being a woman thing, but no, no, no. Men can be total bitches oh, yeah. about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so they were both at the wedding, you know? Mm-hmm. And they were both, and we all, I was sitting with uh, Eric. He's a froggy one, you know, because I've always seen, I've seen more of him. So I was sitting with him, we chill out. And in front was the other boy, Joel. And he was like, and then he turned around. He's like, hey, how you doing? And they started talking. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think nothing of it. And then when I saw my boy, I was like, hey, uh, those two. I go, is this the first time they've been together? He goes, yeah. I was like, and they were like, buddy, buddy. Right. Like old times again. I'm like, that makes me happy, man. I go, I'm, I'm fucking, if anything else, like this marriage. <laughs> and I go, seeing those two together, man, that's fucking nice. You know? Yeah. Just this. Just this. Like, oh, you to- didn't know? Oh, yeah. Joel fucking hated that guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's weird. You know, they, they had this weird thing where it just separated them. Sure. And then time goes by and then it's just, it's not a thing. You just don't see the other person anymore. But it was, you know, it was good to see them. And then just the four of us together again was weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> Having drinks again. It was just so weird, you know? And uh, it was fun. And then they were all staying there for another night. They all stayed down there. And they were like, <clears throat> they were already pouring like you. They were pouring the two-fingered <laughs> drinks. And I was like, you know? And I didn't have anything. I had one beer. And I'm like, no, we got to drive home. Like, literally, we spent more time driving than hanging out. Like, two hours there. And then we were there maybe Maybe two hours. You know, oddly enough, was, real quick, I tend to mm-hmm. be, um, I wouldn't say completely sober, but more sober when I'm at um, mm-hmm. weddings. 
because especially if it's my wife's friend, which most of the time it is because my friends got married like long, long ago and Mm -hmm. they weren't going to have kids and their new thing is they've stayed married. And so, you know, they get near 40 and they're like, let's have kids. But, Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, I know my wife's going to get drunk and I'm like, okay, I got to be able to get everyone home. (laughs) (laughs) So I got to be ready. Um, but, uh, no one likes, you don't want to, Get yourself buzzing and then sit in a car for two hours in the rain. No, 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 no. That is not a good time. So, you know, I had one beer and that was it. And I was bummed because they were like, they were like, yeah, they were signing the drinks already. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a fun night. <laughs> you can do it. They had rented houses down the mm-hmm. Cape and they were just like, I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> fuck. But, you know. Reminiscing, man. Reminiscing about the good old time, and then because we're all with our wives and stuff, it's like reminiscing, but cryptically and shit. Like you're telling stories, and then you realize, wait, I can't tell that story all the way. Yeah, yeah, we gotta, I gotta cut that part out. (laughs) Leave that out. So, uh, and that was that was that, and then uh, yeah, I didn't get home until late last night, and then today I had a fall festival. I had to bring the boy to, but then he wouldn't go. And that Always was a nightmare. Good. Yeah. You know, it was a nightmare. And then, oh, it was a busy day today. I'm moving a bunch of furniture before before uh, the show that I didn't want to do. And then, uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, here I am, man. Here I am. And uh, busy week. Yeah, it sounds like your Saturday was awesome, though. At least Saturday, Saturday night. Was, <laughs> Saturday was fun, but I was fucking done. Like it was a long day because I, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I'm up at six a.m. because we're getting ready for all the the sports shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. And so then you go by the end of the day, brave. you're very tired. Yeah, and then you're soaked from being out of the game, mm-hmm. like soaked, and then home, shower, get dressed. Luckily, it was a casual wedding because it was supposed to be a beach wedding, so it mm-hmm. was like literally like like the the grooms were wearing like flip flops and shit. Like they were all dressed up, and then they had like these flip flops. Like it was like the thing. Like the right. like you know, so um, I just wore jeans. I wore jeans with like some nice boot boot shoes and like a nice shirt. You know what I mean? But it was like casual. But if I had to wear a stiff suit, I would have been miserable. You yeah, know? I, I like one the of those. Idea of the more laid back. Well, you know what it was? It was they weren't going to do anything. They were going to get just as peace with just the family there, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and then then. His his wife started to get a little like, well, maybe we'll have a little this and a little that, and then it then it turned into renting a house, and then maybe at the beach, and then maybe this we'll get some food, and then you know, and, and it grew a know, little, but it didn't. Okay, let's yeah, do it didn't get wedding. <laughs> yeah, it didn't get out of control. It was still like, you know, there was like a, a place where you know his hometown where he grew up, not far from here, but there's like a restaurant down the street. That they loved the food, so the mother had all the food catered there and drove it up. So you had like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was like, is this so and so's? I forget the name of this. They're like, yeah, like, would you get this for refrigerator? They're like, yeah, like, oh shit, you know, like, fucking, <laughs> we'll taste at home. Um, yeah, it was a good. The other weird thing was all his kids are grown, um, uh-huh. and I see them sporadically. You know, you you see them three, four times a year when you do something. Mm-hmm. But it was weird seeing like some of the kids drinking, you know what I mean? Because uh, they're like yeah. twenty two, and I'm just <laughs> like, uh, you're still seven. 
in my ass. <laughs> right. Yes. Odd. You know. So that's yes, a weird thing. We've, yeah. I've. There's some. Um, I'll talk about it on mine. But yeah, I've had some similar, mm. similar circumstances. So. Well, well, you can talk about it, Alfred, because it's pretty much my week. You know. Gotcha. Pretty much. Um, okay. Cool. Uh, like I said, sounds like a good weekend, even though, you know, <laughs> it, it was tiring, but, um, mm. let's see. I've had a, a pretty, um, not dramatic, but a pretty busy week. Um, first and foremost, and this trees is just finding out about this now. Um, I quit my job and oh. took a job with another company. Yes. I actually, oh. that, not in that order. <laughs> I got a job with another company, then quit my job. <laughs> children that's the order well congrats i think thank you yes yes this is very good news um and uh and and i should stress that um because i want to talk about this a little bit because you know i don't know about you but i've worked for the company i'm at now the hospital i'm at now the health system i worked for them in college and then did a short stint at cars.com out in chicago when julie and i lived out there and then came back didn't want to go back to the hospital tail between my legs, so I worked at a restaurant for a couple of years and then realized that nobody considers bartenders and cocktail servers to be, you know, in, if you move to the suburbs and you start getting car loans and home loans, nobody considers you to have a real job. So, or at least they didn't in 2009. And mm-hmm. so um, then I went back to the hospital and that's where I've been since. <clears throat> so I've been there for a while. And, um, and so I wasn't leaving under duress. I didn't need this, that, or the other, but, um, um, but this opportunity came up and it was very specific to, um, like I'm kind of a jack of all trades in the IT world. Um, I do specific info system stuff. So by and large, I'm doing software maintenance, um, where you do build and it creates automation, um, for a lab. And, uh, but occasionally I can do hardware stuff. If I need to, I can dig into the server and replace some RAM or, you know, stuff that you could probably figure out as well. Um, Mm. and, um, and we work with instruments and stuff, but anyway, one of the biggest challenges or one of my strongest points is, um, is, uh, billing. I'm really good at like automation of billing and knowing how billing plans are supposed to work and doing complicated build on billing. And so this opportunity came up and they needed somebody who was really good with billing because they have a very complicated health system. The new place I'm moving or the new company I'm moving with has roughly the same amount of employees as the company I'm leaving. Um, but it's scattered instead of being scattered across, um, basically two buildings, one hospital and a bunch of clinics, they are 19 hospitals and like hundreds of clinics. So they're way more scattered. Um, and they are nowhere near me, thousands of miles away. (laughs) So, well, no, roughly a thousand miles away. Hmm. Um, so I am also joining the illustrious, uh, (laughs) group of full remote. I am not going to move to where they are. I am staying at my house and working remotely. So the whole team is remote, but they all live generally in the same vicinity as the the health system. Um, so I'll be, I won't be the only employee for the health system, but I'll be the only person on the team that's far away. So, <clears throat> but yeah, so I'll be working from home 100%. Hmm. They're sending nice. me to my office. Uh, it's kind of fun to do weird things like, um, you know, go do your OC health stuff and whatnot. <laughs> but yeah, so 
I actually started, uh, I applied for this company in June. So that's how long it took. Uh, many, many interviews. And I didn't want to get my hopes up too much. Um, <clears throat> but then things escalated pretty quick. I had my interview last Friday. Uh, like what was the final interview last Friday. They extended the job on Tuesday. I asked for more money. Always do that, kids, especially if you can find a justified reason. And I did have one. Um, they came hmm. back and did, they were already offering me um, like a 12% raise, but I tried for more, went to 15%. Um, they came back and they actually have like their HR group has like a biz, a business something team that does mm -hmm. a market analysis and has all these factors they consider. And so they actually had a report for me as to why they're not offering me what I asked for <laughs> and then said, at the risk of losing you, you either take our offer that we gave. And I wasn't moving to them for money anyway. So I was like, okay, cool. <clears throat> but that delayed everything till Thursday. And then on Thursday, I got the official offer letter. And then Friday, uh, left my company. Or well, resigned. Nice. I still have two more weeks. And I'm leaving under very good terms. Um, in fact, it was kind of bittersweet. Um, I did not like talking to both my manager and director, both of which um, I, I really like those people. Um, they're both great. Um, and letting them know, you know. And they each handled it in different ways. Like, I don't know about you, Trees. Like, you've stuck with the post office probably since I've known you. Yes? Yes. Okay. I've been there since I was 19. There you go. And I have definitely been at my current employer since I've started doing podcasting. Um, when we started GH101, I was at that employer. So, um, but, uh, but the, the manager is relatively new and the director is definitely a special place in our heart because when our leadership fell apart, she stepped in and was our interim manager and kind of cleaned us up and then took our team under her wing and she took on, you know, an extra team. And so, it kind of sucked telling her like, yeah, I'm not going to, you know, if you, if you match the pay and stuff like that, I'm not going to stay and I want to check out this new challenge. But <clears throat> at the same time, I wouldn't say I was bored or anything at my current job. Actually, I was pretty excited. There was a lot of cool stuff that was about to happen. Um, but this job is just a little different. It's going to challenge mm -hmm. me in a different way. It allows me to do stuff that like really kind of it's going to really kind of key in on like my skills so that if I got another job, it would probably be specifically in complex billing build and stuff like that. And it gets me more involved in the business operations side, which is probably where I belong more since I've never worked as a lab person and clinical certification seems to be kind of a big deal when you escalate into leadership and stuff. So there's probably not a good chance that if I ever wanted to be a manager that I even could because of my lack of clinical certs. Um, and so so this was, was a, a cool new you know, journey. I don't have to be on call anymore, Trees. I officially, I don't have call wow. up and until my final day. I just worked out that way. And so I officially will not be on call anymore. The idea of never being woken up in the middle of the night by a pager again sounds really refreshing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. So I do like that. Um, and so, but it did, It like I said, it was bittersweet. Because I, I had to resign and my manager was all like, wow, that, you know, she she was, she was handled it much better than I'm about to say, but here's the gist of it. Here's the Fred, like, callous gist of it. She was like, wow, that uh -huh. sucks for us, but I'm happy for you because yeah. you're going on to, you know, you're going on to an exciting new adventure and you should be excited right now. She goes, you're moving into a new company and that should be exciting for you. And she knows firsthand what that's like because she left her health system of a long time to come join us. We... 
grabbed her kind of similar to the way I ended up with this job. So Mm. um, where like somebody reached out and said, maybe you should check this job out and see if you want to apply with our company. You know, it was kind of like that. That was kind of how things came about. Um, And so but the the other the director was like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm glad you have a new, you know, professional movement but what i'd really like to do is figure out how i can keep you you know <laughs> and i was mm-hmm. and it's good to, to feel wanted and i didn't feel like i wasn't wanted before this like this wasn't one of those things where it was like oh they've suddenly noticed me now that i'm leaving um but it is gonna put them kind of in a tough spot because i do a lot uh, my functions um not a whole lot of people on my team one want to do and two can do and that doesn't mm. mean i'm better than anyone else it's just like the billing stuff, a lot of laboratory people don't want to know and learn billing. And somebody's going to have to now. <laughs> and that's going to suck, right? <laughs> or maybe maybe they'll get lucky. Maybe there's another person like me who knows billing really well who would love to work for our company. Um, we are probably one of the most coveted health systems in Kansas City. So I could see somebody wanting to jump in there. So here's hoping. Um, not my problem, though, <clears throat> anymore. <laughs> so Nope. But again, it's not. I'm going to hook up with everybody on, on LinkedIn and I gave them my phone number and email. And I'm like, if you guys get into a spot, even once I'm gone, like, do not hesitate to call me. I do not want to screw up this team. You know what I mean? So, and I think things will hit probably a little harder because I was working from home that day and I announced it to my team. My manager is big on like, she doesn't do the announcements. She has, you know, mm. us talk to our team members. So in our huddle at like 2.30 on Friday afternoon, <laughs> where a lot of people leave usually at 3.30, I'm, I'm the later one who leaves at 5.30, um, you know, to just dump that on people. Like uh, a couple of people reached out, but like I, I think tomorrow where uh, a majority of us are in the office Monday morning might be kind of eventful <laughs> to talk to people behind mm-hmm. the scenes. So... Well, that's exciting. But yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I and I did that thing where I asked for three weeks before I start my job. So I start my new job on the twenty fourth, but my last day at um, my current job is the fourteenth. So I'm going to take a week off in between. So, all right. So that'll be fun. Um, doing a whole lot of fucking nothing, man. That week, I like it. Yeah. So it's like a week. <laughs> so. Um, but then, and then probably for the rest of the year, I'm going to be um, training, right? Like the the training period, I think she said was three to six months. So it's going to be a lot of uh, learning the ropes. So so it'll be a different change of pace. I think it'll be a pretty lax holiday season. Whereas if I had stayed at my current job, the holiday season was going to be frantic as shit. Mm. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So that was one thing. And then... The other thing that went on was, let's see, this weekend. So this weekend, um, Friday, what did we do? Friday was pretty boring. We watched Hocus Pocus 2. Did you guys watch that on the Disney Plus yet? Uh, no, we probably won't. Okay. <laughs> um, this, Hocus Pocus does not do it for me. So sure, that's fair. We are not a, we are not a Hocus Pocus family. Um, I was always uh, amused by it, but I always loved watching it with my little sisters uh, growing up. And Mm -hmm. then Autumn, Julie showed it to Autumn once. Uh, I think a friend of hers, yeah, a friend of hers was cleaning out her house and found out she had two copies of Hocus Pocus on Blu-ray and gave us one of them. And so Autumn watched it and was smitten by it as well. So we watched Hocus Pocus too, but um, 
<clears throat> my wife is like really getting into the Halloween spirit and she likes pumpkin beers. You know, how I told you we've like stocked up on pumpkin beers. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't love pumpkin beers because they tend to be higher in alcohol. They tend to be extremely high in sugar. And, you know, I don't love sugar and I'm not huge on beer mm. either. I prefer more like I wish I liked seltzers because that seems like more my speed. But I'm really these days either glass of wine or um, I tend to just like sip whiskey or tequila and then have like a completely separate drink like water or soda water or a soda, you know, on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, so my wife was like, let's get some barbecue. So we got some good KC barbecue and we pigged out on that. And then she opened up some <laughs> pumpkin beers and I had a nice pumpkin stout. I will say that the we opened up the Elysium Brewery 12 pack, like the mix pack. So it's four different types of beers. And I had the Elysium stout um Pumpkin stout, which was very good, mm. but it's, uh, mm. so it's, it's got some cinnamon, some brown sugar in it. Tastes like pumpkin, not too sweet, but it is a 7.5. So trees, when you take a guy who's been working all day, especially i I had to work a little late because, you know, I was dealing with getting the new job and then resigning and, you know, it, it cuts into my work. And I know a lot of people understandably so would like just check out, you know, once they're like, you know, this is my two weeks, you know, I'll do That's what they right. say, but like, I'm not going to give them a hundred percent. I still mm-hmm. kind of gave, you know, and I want to, I want to give like a hundred percent, 110% if I can until the end. And, um, and I know that makes me sound like a sucker, but anyway, so I worked a little late trying to figure something out and then, um, got this barbecue, pounded it down, was all full of fatty, meaty goodness, had that mm-hmm. Imperial stout. And then you get me on the couch with my legs up, right? Like, and it's dark and the blankets, and I can't tell you how that movie ended. <laughs> no. It's probably for the best for yeah. everybody. Yeah. So, you know? yeah, yeah, probably. Um, the only joke I'll make, and you don't have to see the movie, is turns out you can resurrect witches with just having a virgin burn a black flame candle. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so then we went to bed the next morning, uh, got up, and we didn't have much to do. Usually we have a football game in the morning, but Autumn actually had a double header this week and it was brutal in that it was a three to 5 p.m game and then a 7 to 9 p.m game so we're gonna be at the football field forever and in the middle we've got to kill some time right so we had it out there it was 85 degrees i think when we got out there so i'm in shorts short sleeve shirt we're in the sun i got some sun trees i almost got burnt like almost got a sunburn (laughs) and uh First game, we fucking wiped them, Trees. They finally called the game on on account of slaughtering. Like, I think it was 48 to 0, and we were like an hour into the game. We were like at the beginning of the third quarter. I think it was like, there was like five minutes left of the third quarter, and they called the game. <laughs> oh, man. That's rough. Yeah. That's yeah, rough. so we slaughtered them. Um, but then, so we got out a little early, right? And so my wife was like, Ooh, there's a, I think it's a chain. I don't know if it's a nationwide chain, but there's a chain called Minsky's Pizza. I know it's a chain in Kansas City. I just don't know how far widespread it is. And they do, they're a little expensive for pizza. Like you're talking your $30 larges, right? And it's like thin crust, right? You can do hand toss, but it's predominantly thin crust. Um, So that's a little expensive, but they do like Mm. ridiculous pizzas. And so my wife was like, let's go to Minsky's for dinner. We're out a little early. We don't have to be back at the field till seven. Let's go to Minsky's. And I said, okay. So we go to Minsky's and um, 
And my wife decided we they have an Oktoberfest pizza, which is kind of cute. It's like the, I forget what all of the toppings are, but one of the big notable things is because it's Oktoberfest, they put tater tots on the pizza. So like they're that kind of place, like the little tchotchke pizzas. Um, but they weren't doing the Oktoberfest pizza until I think it starts this coming up week. So they had the barbecue um, burnt end pizza, which we of course didn't want to get because we had just had barbecue the night before. So Julie got what's called the uh, tostada pizza. And so it's like a pizza that, but they put like beans and fajita meat on it, like chicken and steak. And then they mm. literally topped the pizza off <clears throat> with um, a little bit of mozzarella cheese. So it's like a traditional pizza, but then they top the rest of it off with like all your taco shit. So shredded lettuce, tomatoes, black olives, cheddar cheese, like Mexican cheese. And you even get a, a huge thing of salsa to put on top of it. So <clears throat> nice. Yeah. Can I, um, can I interject with a pizza story real quick? Yeah, go right ahead. Uh, when I was in my early twenties mm-hmm. and moving around in apartments once in a while, I'd have to skimp and mm-hmm. I used to throw down some mama Celeste pizzas. I don't know if you oh, ever had yeah. mama Celeste a little, oh, yeah. they're little, Mm-hmm. And they used to in the in the eighties, in the nineties. They don't do it anymore, but they came with this weird metallic disc. Yes, yes. This, it was this a microwave. Is, you're talking disc. about my my like young preteen yes. and and teen absolutely. Years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you would and you'd put this thing on this disc, and it was supposed to help it crisp up in the oven. Yep. I mean the uh, microwave. Yep. No one knows what this disc was. Metal, whatever you put, you put it on there, and you might. And uh, it, it was a go-to snack for drunk club-going people. <laughs> You'd come home, and they were like not small, but they weren't big. Like you could throw like three down. They were like personal easily. sized, yeah. Like think you know? of like the yeah the the thin personal pan <clears throat> pizza from like Pizza Hut, the book at Pizza. Maybe, yeah, real small. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so. I was digging through my fridge the other day, my freezer. <laughs> okay. Right. I went out back to grab something and there's a Mama Celeste pizza in there. So my wife must have bought no it. Shit. Who knows why it was in there? But it was someone <laughs> bought one and it was sitting in there. And I was like, Mama Celeste, I haven't had these in 20 years. Fred. Yeah. M- Mama Celeste has fallen on hard times. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I should have sent I you know what I meant to take a picture of it and, and send it to somebody <laughs> and be like, look at this shit. Yeah, where's your boyfriend so, when you're thinking about that? Yeah, <laughs> I w- really wish I took a picture. So it wasn't uh it d- it doesn't have a little little microwave tray anymore. Okay. I did away with that, right? They're like, uh it's probably killing people. Like it's probably been killing people for 20 years and no one knew. So <laughs> none of that. It was like small like smaller than i remember and when i like tell we're getting you, close to like beer coaster size <laughs> it, it was yeah it, it was they, they, they're getting close to like fucking like peanut butter jar fucking oh, okay. lid yeah okay lid yeah. like like and the cheese on it <laughs> when i say it looked like it was one of the ones that missed the conveyor belt, like where the cheese, like the cheese was yep. off. Like there was literally like a few strands of cheese on it. Mm-hmm. All right. And so I cook it up. I'm like, whatever. See, we'll see if it still has the magic. 
I don't know <laughs> what they've done to their cheese, Fred. Uh-huh. But it's like it's like gooey. Ugh. Right? But not not like cheese gooey. It's like this weird like stick to the roof of your mouth peanut butter gooey. Ugh. Like weird cheese. I'm like, what? And so I said I said to Moy, she was, yeah, yeah. They were on sale sale the other day, and I don't know why. She goes, I thought maybe for Devin for a quick if you need something quick after football or something. She goes, So I bought like a few of them. She goes, and I had one. And she was like, <clears throat> Yeah, the cheese. She goes, the cheese is like weird like it's not cheese i don't know what dude i don't know what's going on with mama celeste but it was it was a bummer i wish i just kept the memories the memories alive of old mama celeste those drunk in the apartment throwing down three of them folding them in half mama celeste yeah fold them in half like a taco and eating a mama celeste but there you go yep it ain't it ain't that anymore fred no (laughs) we've fallen sorry Falling on hard times, like you said. Yeah, I didn't mean to derail everything, but you just you talking pizza, and oh, that just no, jogged my this sad memory loose from this week. <laughs> so let's continue on with your um, dinner dinner adventures. Yeah, ours was good. So then we got done, and uh, we went back to the house because the temperatures are going to drop heavily uh, by the time even the game started. So between like five and seven. The temperature dropped from like 85 to like, I don't know, like 70. And then from mm. 7 to 9, it was supposed to drop from 70 to like 58. <laughs> so threw on some jeans, grabbed a hoodie. Very glad I did. Smart move. Um, and went back. And this was not Autumn's usual cheerleading team. <clears throat> so what basically happened was the city we live in is not the city our school district is for. We're a school district that's just south of us. And so Autumn's in cheerleading for that school district. Well, the school district we live in, like the city we live in, um, their cheer group like fell apart. And so we took them in. And so they cheer for their games and we cheer for our games. But the coach likes to have one or two games a year where they're all together as one big group for each other's games. And so mm. we were doing our duty for that game. So it was a bunch of fifth graders doing tackle football. Ours is usually sixth graders. So the team we had that did a blowout was a bunch of sixth graders. Ours was fifth graders. And it's a different group, man. Like in every way, <sighs> shape, or form. Like even the cheerleader coach, like our cheerleader coach, she's like a drill sergeant. She's right. like among the troops. She's walking up and down the aisle. She's like, check your lines. You know, she's, a, she's adjusting them. She's screaming the cheers along with them. You know, she's in it. And Julie and um, the other assistant coach, you know, they're standing back there. They're watching everything. They, they've even got a teenager, like, who's who's in high school as a cheerleader. And she's, like, helping kind of, like, get ready to probably be the one who inherits the coaching once this coach, like, finally gets too old to do it, you know, and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a big, complex thing. Meanwhile, the, uh, the other team, the coach... She brought out a folding chair and put it right on the fucking sidelines and didn't even, she watched the football game. She didn't even pay attention to the cheerleaders. And then the other two assistant coaches didn't even go behind the sidelines. They sat on the bleachers with their husbands and watched the game and joked about how there was (laughs) vodka in their like steel drinking mugs, which there probably was actually for all we know. But so it was a little different, right? Um, (laughs) 
they were definitely <laughs> a little more uh, laid back, shall we say. Hilarious. And then both football Hilarious. teams kind of sucked. So it was bagels the whole time. Zero, zero. Mm. And we got all the way to the end of the game. And the high school girl, and this is what I was thinking about when you were talking about how the kids are drinking. I remember the girl who is the um, the high school girl who helps them with the coaching. She is um, one of Autumn's friend's older sisters. So, okay. and, and Autumn's <clears throat> friend is also on the, on the cheerleading squad and she's now like 15, right? Like, so she's Dakota's age and, um, she's just grown up right into like a young adult. Um, and I just remember her when she was like five, right? Like, so it's just weird mm. to see her now. And I still can't see it this way. She's talking about dating a boy and breaking up with him and stuff. And I'm like, and she talked about going to the homecoming dance and stuff. I'm like, you don't go to the home. You don't go to dance. You're fucking, you know. But she's like fucking my height. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's Funny. a fucking pistol. Uh, just like her mom. Um, her mom's awesome. And um, and so, uh, but I, I thought about that too. Like as I'm talking to her and I'm just like, you know, or sometimes when, um, uh, when, when I see like one of the dads like check her out, I'm like, hey, fuck, mm. she's a child. You fuck. <laughs> but uh but but anyway um so we're watching the game and the game was pretty damn boring and it's getting cold and the cheerleaders had kind of had it right like those games are slated for two hours and we're at like nine o'clock i think it was like 905 right and like the uh the the girl i was just talking about the the high school girl she comes up to me and she goes so uh or she actually came up to the fence line and i'm sitting there in a in a chair just over the fence line and she goes so what happens if it's still zero zero and i said i mean they might do ties but i don't think they would in football so they're probably going to do sudden death where like they get four downs to try to score and they just keep going until they score and she goes we've been playing for two hours and they haven't been able to score on each other what makes them think this is going to happen now and i said I, I don't know. And she goes, so we could be here all night. And I said, well, eventually some like refs and people who work for the football field is going to leave. Like that's going to, that's, that's what's really going to end the game. Um, and while we're having that discussion, they did a play and <laughs> one of the kids goes up to this other kid and fucking body slams him. I've never seen this before. He literally wow. grabbed him from behind, bear hugged him, lifted him mm. off his feet mm. and slammed him between wow. the shoulder blades, like neck to the ground. And What'd this they do? kid did not move. And so that, that like caused a stir, right? All of a sudden people were like, oh, yeah. oh shit. Right. Everyone got quiet. The cheerleaders took a knee <clears throat> and this woman's like frantically running up and down the fence line. I was like, what is, is that his mom? And she goes, oh my God, can I please go see him? And we were like, yeah, go see him. <laughs> like go out there. Cause I guess the coaches have told her, like have told the parents, like you can't come on the field, but like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is extenuating circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good news is autumn's cheerleading coach is a um, pediatric ICU nurse. <laughs> so that helps Julie's, you know, a respiratory therapist. And then the mom is also a, um, mm-hmm. a nurse. So they went out on the field. Seems like the kid got the wind knocked out of him and got his bell rung pretty well. Um, but he was able to move everything <clears throat> that we saw it like before they moved, took his helmet off and everything. Mm-hmm. They had him like wiggle his toes, wiggle his fingers, move everything around. And then after about 10 Wait. minutes, he sat up, took his helmet off and he smiled and gave everyone a thumbs up. So that was really good. But like, that what, was what happened to the dude that did it? Right. So 
Ready for this? The refs go, well, the other kid went down too, so it's not a foul. Oh. And um, I think it was one of the parents out there said, you know, these are our children you're playing around with. Can we at least make it be known that we don't want to condone that kind of behavior moving forward? And, um, you know, the parents like cheered, but I got the impression that like the football coaches meant well, but they didn't really give a fuck. And it wasn't, it was our team that got slammed really hard, right? The other kid was for the opposing team, which is out in, um, they were from Louisville, which is out where the cider mill is. And it's a little more rural. I don't think those coaches gave a fuck either. Like, I think the coaches were like, yeah, okay sad moms this is a man's sport this is how men are and that may not be how they feel but there's a lot of like male machismo pickup trucks and country music kind of bullshit that goes on you know around our neck of the woods so oh yeah i love it country rap the the coach the coach chews tobacco and spits it on the field (laughs) like i love it so you know um but it is what it is that kid probably felt it this morning though right Mm. when he woke up You want you want to see some some country like machismo like testosterone. Mm-hmm. Just just watch like Adam Calhoun's gumbo. Yeah, that will <laughs> that will make you feel small and less of a man. All right, damn you watch straight. that video. Watch that video. That's some testosterone right. going there. You're like, God damn. I'll I need to grow a beard. I'll check that out as soon we get camo, And I need to learn the rap and grow my beard out long because these motherfuckers are scaring the shit out of me. Yeah, well, well so, so there was eight minutes left on the clock and everyone's timeouts are done. And now it's like nine, it's like probably 9.15, right? Mm-hmm. Well, game ends, still bagels. Um <laughs> And maybe maybe people aren't used to that term. Maybe I should say zeros or aughts. I don't know. I said bagels, and Julie got Julie got excited. She was like, "They're serving bagels." Is there like a food truck with fucking bagels? I was like, "Oh no, I, it's just a term for zero zero. And she goes, "I've never heard that term." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Um, so they gave them their four downs for both teams, and still no one had had uh, won. And so um, the ref goes, "Okay, I'm calling it as a tie," and. The both coaches were like, oh, no, 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 no. We are finishing this fucking game. No, you don't. And the coaches and the refs, both of the refs who were adults, you know, they're adult men. They were like, no, you're done. This this game has gone on longer than we had planned for. They're like, sorry, you get a tie. We're done. And they left. And then um, the uh, the the girl who like worked for the football stadium like swung by on her golf cart and she goes all right your game's over right and the ref's like yeah we told them they wanted to keep going but we told them they were done and the girl in the golf cart goes gentlemen coaches you're done and then she drives on and then the scoreboard guy got up and left and then the coaches are like okay they're gone now do we agree we're gonna keep playing and um the the parents were like no and the coaches were all like yeah and so they started clapping and doing it and i think it's like a big legal liability thing for them to keep playing but they did and by this point the cheerleaders were like fucking done some cheerleaders left like they Mm -hmm. just got up and left the cheerleaders on the other team all left um and autumn was starting to get really upset and crying and i pulled her over and i was like look Look, you may not agree with this. This may be shit and you don't like it. 
I said, but you have two choices. I can take you home right now, just as you wish, and you won't get to use your TV, because remember, she has a TV in her room now. So you won't get to use your TV, no cell phone, no nothing. You will go to bed because you are tired, and you don't want to do this, and you want to go to bed. And she goes, no, 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 I want to stay up. And I was like, okay, then suck it up. You don't have to like it, but you do have to do it. And she went back so, yeah, out there like a trooper, and she did it. Um, but they just kept going, and it took them about 10 minutes And then they finally, it was our team that won. They got a touchdown and then the other team, it was hilarious. They got a touchdown and we were like, yeah, it's done. And and then the coach on our side is like, no, 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 no. We got to give them four downs to try to score two. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, and then when he was done, the coach was all proud. And the coach was like, these coaches, like I was joking about it. I was like, these coaches don't want to go home to their wives. You can tell. They're just having fun. Yeah. You can totally tell they didn't want to, too, because then when they were done, they were like, now that we've got both of the cheerleading squads here, the coach was like, you you girls go put on a number for us. Do a, do an extra cheer for us. And so he had he had everyone sit down and they had to do a cheer. So it's like 9 fucking 40. We're leaving this, this field. And they started turning the lights off on us. All right. Like they didn't think we were still there. You know? Right, so you, my wife being a cheer coach, you... Coach, football coaches don't tell the fucking cheerleaders when the fucking chair, well, right? It's funny Get out you mentioned do that. another one that wouldn't be happening. Why would you excuse me? Well, and the so only reason why our coach didn't do that was because she's not the coach for that that cheer oh. squad, right? But that girl who was mm-hmm. the cheer coach, I think she left. Mm-hmm. Her chair definitely was nowhere to be found. Um, but I know the assistant coaches left. I remember at like 8.45 or something, they were like, girl, we're going to go out tonight. Like, you have fun with the girls. Like, enjoy being a coach. <laughs> and they left um, mm. with their husbands. Uh, but, uh, and I didn't see any kids go with them. So I don't know if those coaches like didn't have kids. I don't know. <laughs> it makes no sense. I would assume the assistant coaches would have girls on the squad or maybe that coach is bringing their kids home. I don't know. <laughs> those girls look like they were going to the bar. Um, but anyway, um, so, yeah, so that happened, and then Julie had to work today. So I got up, and like I told you, I said, I think my daughter left her room twice. Once to get lunch, she came out, and she goes, because she got up, I got up at like 8.30. It's pretty usual for me, maybe a little on the late side, because I stayed up till 2 in the morning playing games. Um, and uh, so did Autumn. <laughs> and uh, and I, uh, I got up at like 8.30. I think Autumn got up at like 10.30. And I said, are you hungry? And she goes, no. And then all of a sudden, uh, I come upstairs and it's about 1230 and Autumn comes out of her room and she goes, hey, can I have lunch? And I said, sure. And she goes, can you go get me Arby's? And I said, sure, I want Arby's. And so she was like, okay, cool. And uh, she went back into her room until I came back with the lunch. And then at like three or something, I knocked on the door and I was like, hey, you need to take a bath or a shower or a bath. And she had a bath bomb. So she wanted to take a bath. She came out, did that. And then she was back in her room. And I don't think I saw her after that. So. Nice. Nice day. And uh, I did some chores around the house. I went on a, a three and a half mile walk. Took care of the oh. dogs. Did the laundry. Did the dishes. But I didn't do a whole lot of shit either. So. Mm. But. Oh, well, that sounds good. Yeah. So uh, I do have some horror movies and stuff to talk about, but I'm going to actually save it for my video game stuff because I didn't play a whole lot of shit this yeah, week. Yeah, I had so, a slow week myself. So I will let no. you take over for now. What did you play, Trees? First of all, see, see that picture I just posted in our little chat? Oh, no. Here, I'm looking. Testosterone there, Fred. 
<laughs> Holy shit. All right. Okay. You know who Adam Calhoun is? No, I don't, but now I want to get ind- to know him. He's just an independent rapper. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's a whole scene of independent rappers, right? Tom McDonald, Dax. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a whole bunch. There's a whole group, and they're, they're on the rise. You know what I'm saying? White rappers <laughs> taking over. And uh, Adam Calhoun's one of those. Uh, they're, not all, they're not all white, but this guy's white. Yeah, and he then he has, a, he has a new album know? out. He has a new album out Called where it's Jungle. a collab with all like country rappers. Like it, I think he has a single with Bubba Sparks. Remember that motherfucker? Yeah, I remember Bubba Sparks. Bubba yeah. And uh, this picture is from a single that just came out called Gumbo with mm-hmm. all these guys. The guy with the long white beard is mm-hmm. like Brad Ox or something like that. And I don't know the other two, but I think one guy's like Demon Jones or something. Anyways, uh, <laughs> if you, if you want to get you want to get angry, Fred, and pumped. Mm-hmm. Just listen to that song. It's like he does like that '90s style, back you know, punch in the face kind of rap. It's good stuff. Hell yeah, it's very good. He's scary. That's scary, and I like it. Get yeah, you, I'm get in. You going. I'll take yeah. a look at this, and I'm sure they'll come around. You know, I love going to shows like this. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. You just pop that video on, be all good. Um, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for the video, but I'm too lazy. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, you know. I don't know if you if you listen to uh, after we say goodnight on the show, but I always throw some fun song in there. You know, We've, Gumbo's the song for this week. There's just no getting around it. <laughs> I think. See, in my head, you're seeing all these white dudes, right? Uh-huh. These white rappers, country, and uh, I say the word Gumbo, and I think you're thinking gimmicky. Something or other. No, nope. it's not that. No, I'm not. I'm uh, not thinking you're you, going to give me Wheeler Walker Jr., which you've never looked them up. You definitely need to. Um, yeah. No, I'm thinking you're legit on this. Yeah, those I guys think when look you hear fucking that, like I wouldn't fuck around with those guys. Yeah, Acal's <laughs> the guy with the, the chains there, the black shirt. The, mm-hmm. He's a uh, he's a scary motherfucker. So, yeah, these you know. guys look at right about at the corner of fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much that message. <laughs> yeah. If I would be honest. Uh, every single one of their verses in this song is pretty much. I think if you wanted to put a bow on it, uh, <laughs> okay, it would be uh, "fuck around and find out." Yeah. I believe is yeah. like their motto. I was say like, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not speaking ironically, and I would go see yeah. them in concert. Uh, yeah, I, I believe somewhere in the chorus, I think Adam Calhoun says, "You pick, you pick the right one." You know, you go. <laughs> as in like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Pick the right one. This is a work the other day. Uh, you know, cause I'm in all these, sir, you know me, I'm in a very eclectic circles, K-pop, everything. I, everything comes by my desk, right? <laughs> yes. And, uh, so <laughs> games, music, it's all out there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, and because I, I like Adam Calhoun and some other independent guys, like his new, his new gumbo track was, was, was served up for me while I was at work. Nice. And I was like, I got angry. I almost had to go home. I got so angry. I wanted to. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I just wanted to go outside and walk like mean mug and walk slowly around. Fuck like man. that's what that song did to me. I was like, oh shit. Um, fuck, I want to find it now. <laughs> I get these things in my head, and I can't, I can't shake them. You know, let's see. Let me, Adam, let's see. Gumbo, there is. Let's see how it's doing. Let me see what I was doing in the ranks here. Adam Kell, 1.2 million views. It's not bad. Uh, no, that's pretty slick. I could, I could take that on anything. 
Yeah, yeah, like, that'd be good. <clears throat> you know, let me uh let's see. I know this is boring for people, but listen, <laughs> I, I mean, do play a lot. Just say the week. words and I can pause I the recording, but why bother? Why would why would you? I this have no stuff. attention to. <laughs> let's say what's uh this let me send this to you i want you to be scared live i want you to be scared in person all right here we go boys let's let's see i don't know (laughs) if this is gonna pick up on oh you'll hear it though but regardless actually i won't give me a sec you get you get yeah i'm gonna have to switch it over to hear it hold on real quick but i won't be able to hear you so, but That's I'll give okay. you some initial impressions. Here we go. So okay. I'm completely in the blind. Trees can say whatever the fuck he wants about me. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. He's listening. All right. So I'm officially clicked in. He's, he's ready for the gumbo. I mean, it even starts up like a death march. Yeah. You know, I, I um, yeah, this is the stuff I do at work, people. Damn. You know, grown, grown, see? He's getting hyped right now. He does. He can't hear me talking, but he's getting. He's got the crazy eyes too. <laughs> he's gonna come back ready for the show. I like his beat, actually. Yeah, uh, you know. Oh shit! Me? He's going. Yeah, in he's getting real. He's scaring him. <laughs> he's scaring him right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh hell yeah! See, he's getting ready. He's getting ready to get. You know, it's good, good stuff. Oh yeah, you know? this is. Like, no, you okay? I'm switching back over. You are absolutely right. Yeah, no, this guy's no joke. I don't even know right? why you would call him country rap other than how he looks. Well, you know, he's the other guys are definitely country rap. Like, like switch it back over to the second verse real quick. Okay, because the second guy is is country rap. That's Brodox, and uh, he's straight up from Louisiana. Oh fucking Louisiana. They're not long that. verses, actually. He's probably no. pretty much done. No, because I'm not <laughs> even at a minute in. So, <laughs> hold on. Here we go. I want, I want him to hear this back twang. Burnox has this twang when he raps. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, then here we go. With- yeah, he just introduced country rap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I just racked them up a few more views. You know what I mean? Those guys do look hard, though. Here we go. (laughs) Uh, They do. Oh, yeah. This is definitely country rap. (laughs) Good. Uh. Oh, I've got to see these guys live. Oh boy! See, it's so it's definitely country rap, but it's mm-hmm. it, these guys have talent. I love that shit. Oh yeah. Oh, fuck. That's what I was saying. Yeah. He's gonna think I'm making some joke. No, I wasn't. I don't know why you no. thought I I did. I thought you. Were I don't kidding. know because because <laughs> when I said white like country rap is named Gumbo, song's called Gumbo. I figured you know. Pete, I think the initial impression would be like ha ha. Was that but your no. initial impression? <laughs> Maybe. No, because I, I know Adam Calhoun. I've been listening to Ka- Adam Calhoun for years, so I'm kind of uh, mad I haven't been. And supposedly, this is—he says this is his last album he's ever making. No so, shit. I don't know. Is it banger so far? It's a banger, as the kids say. 
Because the Bubba song, Spock song is pretty good too. Oh, there we go. Then, October 22nd. Oh, shit. Not <laughs> October 22nd. Hold on. Let me check my calendar. He's coming. He's coming? Yeah, He's coming. Who's us. coming? Let's see here. Oh, yes. October 22nd is completely open on my calendar. <laughs> completely yeah, but I don't open. know. Is that... You, you, you tend to make fun of the camo-wearing, like, dudes, don't you? With the car hat... No, it's it's not stuff. the look. It's not the look. Let me be very clear oh, okay. about this. It's the attitude. Yeah, he's it. And that second guy that was rapping, that's like Brodax or Brodox. His uh-huh. name's weird, but he he's uh, yeah, he's been around for a while too. He's uh, he has a twang when he raps. I like it. Yeah, I. I like uh, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Um, no, what I get sick of, yeah, is the alpha male bullshit and i guess these guys are alpha male but that's how that doesn't get any more alpha male than those fuckers no these guys practice what they preach i'm talking well, about the, the guys who i don't think talk shit i don't who yeah well adam calhoun went to jail i don't think he's goofing that's he's, my he's point. at a check yeah he's at a pass that guy i'm talking about the guys who live in suburban kansas who drive yeah. f-350s and act like they're all <laughs> fucking thick but mm. they're like they, they they like run a plumbing company and it's yeah. like you will never haul anything in your truck your boys will the guys who work for you will but yeah. you don't so yeah um oh. well um glad i could introduce it so i couldn't let it go like we're talking about him like fred needs to hear it though, to know what i'm talking about he needs to get a taste get angry walk a little taller put your shoulders back <laughs> no see i do like rap and like stuff like that so um, uh, so weird so weird that i can listen to that and bts gotta so weird. <laughs> my life's my life's all over the fucking place yeah, see, I'm a mess. you're on your own with that one uh no i don't listen to bts to be honest i like old bts but uh you I know what like though commercial. i will tell you i don't like commercialized bts there's what? gonna be a bunch of motherfuckers that are like the people i hate at this audience yeah you might have to go in disguise yeah, no. it's in. Well, no, I I'll just wear my like Sturgis T-shirt and I'll be fine. Um, but because uh, this is in Inman, Kansas, which is almost all the way to Great Bend, mm-hmm. and not that you know that, but um, what's kind of over there is yeah, it's a. Uh, mm. Well, you know, enjoy that video on your own. Later it might on. be far. Fish. I was worried it was near um, Wichita. Wichita's a shit bag town in kansas mm. you don't want to go to wichita but no. great bend is super nice group of people and this go. is just southeast of there and over there like even closer like a little further west you get to the colorado border where there's hayes kansas mm-hmm. and those people are some of the nicest people i've ever met in my entire life so if i wanted to i could drive to inman kansas which will take me about three hours and go to this concert. But like I said, I had nothing planned and it will be the last weekend before I start my new job. I oh, don't there know. You go. Show up with a black I eye. I don't know. Now, <laughs> you I was looking, home. the floor seats are already all taken. The people who like Adam Calhoun know and they have bought their tickets. So, um, so yeah. Uh, there's. A, you, you know, you, you enjoy the rest of that video later. I know you finish it out. I'm sure, sure you enjoy shall. it. You know what I mean? Let's Have a beer, you... drink that, get angry. Just pace around your living room. <laughs> yeah. 
you need you need songs like you need songs like that once in a while. Get your get your blood going. You know? I like I said, it's I've only heard like two minutes of it, but it's good rap. It's damn good rap. <laughs> uh, you know. Um, so otherwise than listen to that song. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it was a um it was a busy week for me, mm-hmm. just family wise, and and <clears throat> I did get some time gaming, but I kind of just retreaded stuff. Um, okay, so nothing, nothing new, unfortunately, this week. And it's funny because I I dug through like Game Pass. I I hovered over Deathloop forever, Fred, <laughs> forever, and then I'm like. I know what the game is, right? Like I've heard people review it, talk mm-hmm. about it. I've heard long podcasts on it. I've seen the videos. And so I know what it is and I don't like that kind of game. Well, and, and I was hover- and permit me to be even and- more controversial trees. It is also okay. on PlayStation Plus Extra. It is. I saw it. And you'll yes. want to play it on there if you play it anywhere. Okay. Here it is, Fred defending the PlayStation uh, because um, your nemesis, that that female who you're up mm-hmm. against she calls you on a headset in in the game. Like she's always talking to you through your walkie-talkie. It comes out the controller. And it comes out the controller, which on the Xbox it does not. And people say it's it's not nearly as good when when it's not coming out of the controller. So uh, if you're going to play it for free on a pass of some kind, play the PlayStation 1. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just like, you know, I'm reading the description again. You know what I mean? It's like I mean, it's oh, a time, loop time game where yeah, it's time guided, hits though. being being the right place at the right time and get. And but I'm it's like, guided because you know time stands still. That was the big thing that a lot of people hated, which I don't know. I think you and I dislike um, is people wanted it to be in real time where you had to like be on an actual schedule. But that's not mm. what happens once you're in the area. Um, time freezes. And so you don't actually have to be on a schedule. And that was what a lot of critics hated about the game. They were like, no, I want a game where I actually have to learn the entire routine like it's a like it's the real world and I'm trying to make meetings. And I'm like, bitch, for those of us who try to well, who work real jobs all day, I don't want right. to fucking deal with that shit. So very dead rising. Original dead rising, you know? Original dead rising, um, yeah. So it's not that, but that's not to say you're gonna like it. I'm just saying it's it's a little I, different. Yeah, I, I definitely hovered over that for a long good while and I was like and I just I didn't I also hovered over Horizon. Because okay. you know I own Forbidden that because it yep. came with my PlayStation. And it's it's a weird thing where I'm just like I I'm not in the mood to start something yet something epic. you know what i mean like yeah. to take on something big you know I'm, I'm like i'm still goofing with ghost of shishima like just kind of filling out the map on that even though i beat the game and you know i'm still really digging that world and and then like and then it was just a rehash all week you know my me and my son played some Fortnite. we got two crowns today that was fun nice work um I'm not really chasing levels because I don't care about the season pass. So that sort of pressure of always looking at my challenges is kind of gone. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, meanwhile, I'm knee deep in that. But yeah, yeah, you're, you're trying to get that Gwen Stacy. That was me last season with fucking Darth Vader. You know what I mean? That was I my Gwen Stacy. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <laughs> so in in my son sort of like um, doesn't care either. Like he totally like checked out. And mm-hmm. he has he hasn't played it. He didn't play it for the last two days. He played it with me today. Um, and so we've just been he just keeps wanting to go to the city. Go to the city. Yeah. And um 
That's it. And that's what we do. And it's still fun, though. We fun. We run around. Do what we do. Um, you know, what did I see? I did get tempted. Uh, really. Oh, boy. They know what they're doing sometimes, those Fortnite people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I almost bought some V-Bucks, Fred. I mean, oh, I shit. came. Did you see what was in the store all week? Uh, I'm guessing pack? it was. Oh, I didn't see the space. Oh, uh, Rip- yeah, yeah. Rip- with Ripley and the alien. Yes. I yes. actually considered some V bucks as well. And you start having those weird conversations because the whole pack was 2200 and the yes. alien just the xenomorph was 1600, which I think is pretty standard. Autumn was telling me. And I'm, I looked at how many V bucks you get for 20 bucks and you get, what is it? 2800 or something. And I was like, that's not too bad. I could. Yeah. I could do that. You start to realize how Fortnite makes its money. Yes, of uh, course. Especially for guys like us. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, the, the parachute was a dropship. I was just like, oh, Yeah, I did see that man. too. It's the the little things fold out. Yeah, yeah the, <laughs> the things fold out. I'm like, fucking hell, man. Can't oh, do it. yeah, no. God, what is that thing called? I don't think it's called the, the Sulaco. No, the Sulaco is um, the ship they came from. Yes. The, marine, the main marine hang thing is the Sulaco, but the Sulaco, but... Yeah, those little, they look like the Terminator ships. Yes, it's the one, it's the ship that, yeah, Bishop calls down a second one and then yes. it crashes and yeah. This is, it has the missiles that fold out. The, they look mm-hmm. like, it looks like a scorpion, sort of. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's your drop ship and the missiles fold out, like so the wings fold good. out. I'm like, motherfuckers. I didn't do it though. <laughs> well, like, I told no. myself like, no. well, here's what I told myself. I was like, if I do this. I got to abandon the battle pass and it's got to be just my skin, right? Because if I'm paying 20 bucks for it, I'm going to enjoy it. See, right now I've got no money in Fortnite, right? Like I've just got the, I've got like uh, something like 1100 V bucks. And then I've got, uh, which was just the leftovers and then my organic, like unlocking them. And then I've, uh, and, and I, it was what I got with it, right? I bought the battle pass mm-hmm. with the V bucks I already had, so I haven't paid any money towards Fortnite yet. So if I'm going to and do it with skins, it's got to be a one and done kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have like a thousand V bucks. Mm-hmm. You know that originally was going to the season pass, but now I'm not buying it, so they're just right. sitting there. So I don't have to add much to them, but I'm just like, nope, nope. I'm just gonna. And I know I probably won't be doing the next season pass, right? Once I have Spider Gwen, I'm not gonna have yep. that can't carrot on the stick. They'll get me eventually. When the Street Fighter <laughs> shit pops back in there oh, in that store, yeah. they, they'll get me for sure for some money. But um, mm-hmm. for right now, it's all it's, it's fine. Still playing that. Um, <clears throat> my son and me have played a lot of. We went back to Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Um, believe it or not. All right. We played through. He got. A, he's obsessed with Darth Vader, so <laughs> you can. He wanted to unlock Darth Vader minifig. You know what I mean? And okay. uh, I think he had to play through the original trilogy or one of the trilogy ones. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if it's a New Hope or if the if it's I whatever it is. But we played through Empire and Jedi in the last two three days, and we unlocked. We unlocked uh, Darth Vader and a bunch of shit. Nice. So the only thing left on that saga is um, Last Jedi and um, Rise of Skywalker. Okay, so you're yeah you're nearing the end of the. Uh... We're almost done with them, and then then you know him and me go and just collect Kyber mm-hmm. crystals or whatever. You know what I mean? We run around and do that. Um, 
<clears throat> that game continues to be super fun. And um, listen, if you like Lego games and you're a Star Wars fan, <laughs> this is like it might be the best bang for your buck game uh, made <laughs> in that genre. <laughs> like there is no end to it, quite honestly. I collect Kyba crystals like for an hour, him and me. And then you look around and they're still everywhere. And I'm just like, well, I don't know. It's <laughs> they're just Yeah, it's it's funny when you when you hear like um it's funny to me when you hear uh game reviewers, right? Because um every person who I heard on like major, you know, podcasts who reviewed that game were like it, Oh, it's like it. it's a quick one and done. It's nine hours, you just each each level's like each movie's like an hour and you just knock them out and then you're done. And I'm like, there is so much more to that game, oh but God. you guys will never engage with it. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, if you really want to dig in and get chips and complete the levels and all that shit, man, it's nuts. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. You know, I mean, you can get capital ships in that game. You keep doing mm-hmm. the space battles and eventually you start fighting the fir- the big frigates there, the big Star Destroyers or Republic ships or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then at some point you can board them and then you take them over and shit's fucked up. <laughs> like you can do so much stuff. Like we keep finding yeah, you shit could, to do. You could play that game for like I I think the one hundred like on how long to beat or something. The one hundred percent is like, it's like a hundred hours or something. It's something it's and that's like being dedicated. Yeah, uh, just like my my son just running around smashing stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah then, you might never I, stop playing that game. Every time I look up, our oh, money's gone. I'm like, dude, what are you buying? Because he goes in the store and just question mark. What's this? And he's just like. Yo, and sometimes you're not buying stuff. It will buy like the rumor of how to get unlocked the thing. Right. You know, yeah. and that costs money too. And he just he just holds on the button. <laughs> fucking bad habit he has. That's why he can't have V-Bucks. That's just right. Fuck it. So every time I look up, it's like, where's where is our money? Um so continue playing that. Uh he went back to Fall Guys for a little bit. I mean, we were just rehashing everything this week. Because you know, there's a new season. The Fall Guys or whatever new fucking oh, just yeah. just like Fortnite, they do seasons chapters and shit too, and they're always <laughs> fucking you know always going on there. They're always on doing stuff. So we went back to that for a little bit, um, and uh, that's Fall Guys. Oh, I got. You. What else did What else did we do? I'm trying to think. I mean, I have one main game I'm going to talk about, but I just want to try to go through all the the little the little things. Sure. Um, so I had to rebuy my Nintendo family plan. Oh, okay. So like a month ago, uh, my bank never mailed me a new debit card, right? My my personal debit card um, expired. Mm-hmm. And, you know, usually a week before they'll mail you a new one. Yep. I never got one. One never showed up. So I was like, fuck, man. And uh so, you know, I have a lot of stuff tied to it as far as like subscription type things and stuff I pay for, you know, it's like yeah. my personal one. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm like, so all the shit she wouldn't dare pay for, like Disney Plus, you know, the stuff she's on. She'd be like, why is this on our all joint? All too familiar. Yeah. Yeah. All that kind of stuff, you know, it's like, it's like DrSquatch.com. What is this? It's my soap <laughs> woman. Um, so, <laughs> um, so she was just go to the bank and they can make you one like right there. I'm like, oh. Okay, I'm not used to that. Usually you call them and they mail you out one. So I was panicking because I'm like, I'm not going to have a debit card, you know? And uh, 
So she doesn't always good. So I go back and I had to get a new debit card made. Um, so you quickly find out how many things you have tied to it when you start getting emails about all your shit not working. Uh-huh. And everything <laughs> failing. Yeah. I've been to and one of those. I kind of liked it. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I kind of dug it a little because I'm like, it's, you know, I'm not renewing that then. That was done. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Nintendo Online was one of those things that I got a thing saying like, uh, your shit lapsed because we couldn't charge your account or whatever. And I'm like, good. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> right? Because um, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to pay for that again until we have a reason. Maybe Splatoon 3. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, my son has been playing Fortnite, which you can play for free. Right. Right. So it's sort of like not tied to like online subscriptions. Um, right. Am I right yeah, on that? That's absolutely yes. correct. Yes. <clears throat> so Fortnite so is I'm one like, of those rare things where like, yeah, you don't, uh, they've negotiated that. People right. don't need to have a subscription in order to play them on consoles. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah. And he he's really only been playing that in, like, Lego City still on his Switch. So I'm like, you know, fuck it. So I forgot all about it. And then um, the other day he was – he was uh, we were on a road trip. And he, he like, hot spots to my phone so he can use his Switch games because, as we know, Nintendo checks in see mm-hmm. <laughs> if it, if a downloaded game can be played it won't let him play it so i have to tether it to my hotspot so nintendo can fucking check with <laughs> check in <laughs> and fucking allow my son to play the games that we bought so um so i even lit like something like little city you know because it's a downloaded game it has to it won't let him play it unless it can fucking check you know right so yep. so he's we're on a, lo- a long trip and he's fussing and fussing and fussing. What is the matter? Fucking, uh, he's trying to play Pac-Man 99 in the back seat. I'm like, motherfucker. Oh. Motherfucker. So I had to like uh, <clears throat> set it back up. I had to go. I had to re, re-sign up for Nintendo Online so my son could play. Because uh, he could play. So he could play uh, Pac-Man 99 Pac-Man. for three and yeah, a half minutes. Well, not only that, I forgot he likes to play the uh, Nintendo games. Oh, They're going to okay, the Nintendo the retro stuff, yeah, yeah, and you can't. It locks that out, you yeah. know, when you're not on. Yes, <laughs> so it like, does. Yeah, son of a bitch. So yeah, I, I had the had the sign back up for a family plan, Nintendo Online. I didn't do the uh, whatever the other one's called, Nintendo Family Plan oh, plus like the yeah, whatever the, the expansion they, pack. Whatever it's called, I believe it's um, what it's called. But so yeah, we we had to sign back up for that. Um, <clears throat> then uh, was a game. Someone else tried to charge my cap. Anyways, <laughs> I ended up back on game game uh, GameSpot. Mm-hmm. Game no, not GameSpot. Game, GameStop. Stop. Yeah. Um, ended up on there for some reason, uh, checking something, and ended up uh, going against your good word, Fred. Oh, okay. And uh, pre-ordering uh, Sonic Frontiers there you for go. the PlayStation 5. I went PlayStation 5. I take this as a personal dig. No. Um, All right. No, it's uh, you know, because the box, the PlayStation 5 box is blue. It is. It just looks nicer. It looks nicer with Sonic. No, it white. fits. Um, 
But you know, it says nowhere on my pre-order anything about a steelbook. It making it's making me nervous. I'm assuming I pre-ordered it. Uh, I'm assuming I don't know it gets gets added in. Where there did you something. pre-order it at? GameStop. I know that. I mean, sorry, on the website or um, in the store? Uh, the website. Okay. But you know, like if Best Buy, you do it with Best Buy, it will put it in your order. It will put like the steelbook as a separate thing. But uh, right. games, GameStop, it just has my order. It doesn't say any. Like, there's nothing to click on. This is bonuses or anything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm assuming by November, maybe that gets filled in. I something. mean, it does very clearly say bonus pre-order. Yeah. <clears throat> so I pre I pre-ordered. So. Yeah. Code will be packed with your game. Steelbook will ship with your game. I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen? It doesn't ship, and then Mm. you could get real stingy if you wanted to and just return it. (laughs) Yeah. I know, Fred. You're taking a very low risk. The only thing is, do they charge your card right away? Not sure. I didn't look. I don't look. I don't look at that shit. It probably doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know... Um, high hopes for that game, friend. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, everything Boy, I see, you and me both, I, I seem have to no idea why. I I seem to think it looks good every time I see it being played. Okay, so I'd love to be yeah. wrong about this. Trust yeah, me too. Me. <laughs> I know. Um, and then Fred, the majority of my week, mm-hmm. most time played, Shipbreaker, oh, Hard okay. Space Shipbreaker. Just salvaging ships, Fred. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that that game's right up my alley. My son was like, "This is like your car game, except you're not putting them together; you're taking them apart." I That's go, right. "You're right, son. <clears throat> Good observation." Um, <laughs> yeah, so you know that game starts ramping up in in like technical difficulty <laughs> like like taking apart chips you know like it starts real easy with like just hollowed out chips and you just go in there and start knocking out like weld points and right. then the ship like breaks apart and then you start getting a little tricky whereas you know the stuff in the ships right there's like you know computer consoles and chairs and you know all type, that kind of stuff and you're like okay well I gotta get this stuff out take this bottom off then I can pull stuff out through the bottom and boom, boom, boom. And then they introduce, um, <clears throat> like, they started introduce another thing, like fuel lines and boosters and thrusters, you know. They start introducing pressurized cabins where you got to start, like, you know, you, you, you got to get in the ship and uh, find the console to depressurize the cabins, you know, open the doors uh, then you get, like I said, fuel lines is like fuel lines you have to purge and shit. Yeah. So do you drain the fuel too, or you don't drain the fuel? <clears throat> okay. But you you cut you block the fuel from flowing through the pipes because there's pipes and stuff. Yeah. And if you cut those pipes, it's not good. No, it's not no, good. I wouldn't imagine it would be. <laughs> um, so you want to like close you close fuel lines and then you can pop off the fuel tanks and some of them big like oil tanker size like fuel tanks. Um, right. You know, it's all very interesting. I, I you get into power cores, like the main core reactors, which 
once they're dislodged, they have a countdown on them before they go like nuclear or whatever, or before they go like, you know, blow up. <laughs> but they start sparking and shit, and the sparks will like catch everything on fire and zap you and shit. Damn. So you need to like, there's procedures to like detach them. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a clear path because it's seconds, you know, less than 10 seconds before it starts wreck- wrecking everything. Um, so there's tethers, right? You got these electric electronic tethers or whatever. They, um, <clears throat> yeah, and they're like rubber bands, right? You attach from one thing to another. And it's very satisfying to dislodge like a panel. Mm-hmm. And you you slap a tether on it and then slap the other end right into the furnace or the processor unit and just watch it like yank the side off. Just do it and like yeah. and put and you can just leave it. You just float float away and you know it's gonna go into the thing. And there's all things you can do with that tether. You know, you can there's anchors, you know, so you can anchor something before you unweld it so it won't go fucking flying at you. You know, <laughs> right. there's all types of fun shit. You learn this the hard way because you die very easily. When uh, you're in front of something that shoots off and cracks your helmet and knocks you into a furnace and you die. So that reminds me, is there any consequence for dying? You made me think about Mo- that. So uh, the story is they own you, right? They, they, they back up your DNA sequence every night when you sleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> and if you die, they just bring you back so you can go back to work and you right. sign it. But when you die, you have to. Oh, that's right. I yeah. think you covered this. Yeah. Yeah, you have to sign a contract to put your thumbprint on it, and it then it adds to your fucking bill. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So like, you just don't want to die. It, you know, it's not like you come back and you're cross-eyed, but you got one more finger. <laughs> like it's not like uh, every time they make you, it's worse. You know. Um, right. But so what you can do with those tethers is they also like will pull things off. So if there's like a light or um, a console or something, if you attach a tether to it and shoot it down somewhere, it will, like, some things are attached, and when you you send your grappling on them, there's, like, a little meter, like a a strength meter that counts down, and then it'll yank off, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So the tether will do that, too. So you can attach something and shoot it somewhere, and then it will sort of, like, yank on it and then yank it loose, you know? Um, and that's what you have to do with those power cores. That's what I was getting to. Um, gotcha. And so the best way to do it is underneath those cores, get all that metal out of there. Get the floors out. Get everything. Because down below is the barge. And that's where all electronics are processed. Like anything you, reusable goes down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just want to clear out the under the ship. And then you just attach some tethers to it and shoot it down there. And it will yank it free and then just suck it down there instantly get some good money for that um but i've blown myself up a few times with those fucking things (laughs) (laughs) not good um and then they introduced power generators that i just got to that was my last lesson was actual power generators where there's fuses you have to um turn off first before you can even mess with it okay um and then, you know, you start getting these complicated ships that have, you know, power generators, power cores, fuel lines, and they're all intertwined. And you got to fucking, for anything, I mean, it you sounds need to, like the average, you know, like learning experiment where it's like you <clears throat> you learn one thing do- and then you build on it. And then you learn the next thing and you mm-hmm. build on it. And next thing you know, you get this big yeah. old complicated ship, right? Like, and yes, yeah. and it's fun. It's fun to slowly see. I've, I've noticed like all the complicated shit I leave. 
mm-hmm. and I get all the basic metal out of the way. Anything I can strip, I strip cockpits. It's fun to get into a cockpit, depressurize it, you know, mm-hmm. weld out the windshield, pop that out, and then just pull all the chairs and shit out through there. And then you, then there's weld joints that would just like take the whole cockpit off the side of the ship. You tether it, it just yanks it right off. Oh, Fred. Uh, it sounds, Ill, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm elated. It's, Could, it's, couldn't <laughs> wait. Oh, Excuse God. me while I put down the podcast so it's that I can so, go play that right now. It is so good. Um, <laughs> I, I actually no the, doubt you feel that way. <laughs> I feel that way a lot. Thinking about it right now. See? It's making me mm-hmm. sick. I got, um, the only thing I, I had to YouTube quasar thrusters. Fred. <laughs> okay. Oh, All right. Put that in on. your search. Oh, that was rude. So put that in your search field for YouTube. Adam Calhoun, K-pop, and Quasar Thrusters. Quasar it's all thrusters. in there. Yeah. It's all in there. What are your last five searches? So you know those little fucking things. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. So because Quasar Thrusters are these big, obviously the thrusters for the ship, but they're in these big, big corridors, and they're like you can't in there. It's, can self-contain this you can't get in them like you can't okay you can't right so you have to so, out how to do it yeah right? I, so you take the cap off the end and you get rid of that and you can see the thruster unit sitting in there normally on other ships there's like a little switch it's a, it ejects the thruster okay so you you get in there and you you pull that and it'll just pop the thing right out you can't get in this thing it's like this big Think of like a um, like an eighteen like a container like a container truck mm-hmm. like it's a big freight c- container. Think of that with a with a thruster on the end, and you can't get into it um, to dislodge it. Like you you can't get in there to eject it. So I'm like, okay. And when you're looking at it, it has four fuel pipes going to it, right? So you can't squeeze by the fuel pipes to get into the thing. The only thing you do is cut the fuel pipe. But when you do that. It fucking catches on fire. I was going to say, spreads. It, yeah, right. And I'm like, and then I unlock demolition charges, Fred. Okay, which are like these these obviously would have to take stick, out a wall. You, yeah, you stick them on there, but they they don't just blow up like like a grenade. Okay, they have like this line, like a real sh- sharp line, like a like a flat line. So when you depending on how you place them, they they're basically just cutting. They cut through one big thick oh, okay. thing. It's kind of satisfying, actually. <laughs> so, so on the solid other end of this quasar thruster, I'm like, okay, well, I'll just stick one of these bombs on there and I'll fucking cut that back off. Uh, fuel tanks are back there, apparently. Learn that the hard way. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that's how uh, you know. don't do that. So I had to look up like how to how what am I missing? I can't get in there. Um. So yeah, so it's true. You pull off these panels, you you unweld the, the back cap like I did, and then what this dude did was, I guess it burns for a while before shit blows up. All right, so you have a little bit of time. So he cut those pipes off, even though they're on fire. Mm-hmm. Right, but what he did, this is where it's smart. Right, there's walls everywhere. You can use it for tethered anchors and shit. Yeah, he anchored the the thruster to one of those walls. So the minute he cut those those flaming pipes, it yanked oh, the thruster right out. Yeah. 
And then he flew into the container through the fire because it won't really hurt you unless, especially when you have your stats up, like barely hurt you. He flew in the container and you just fly all the way to the very other end. And there's the, the shutoff valve for the fuel. Huh. And once you pull that, the whole container breaks apart into two pieces. Nice. You know? And I'm like, motherfucker, so cool. It's like the coolest thing, man. You know, when you ASAT executing that stuff, man, it's, ah, it's oh, awesome. yeah. I, I know, Fred. No, I know. no, 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 no. No, I'm not, I'm not but, condescending now. Like, I know. No, like, oh, okay. It's, it's like a puzzle solving thing. So once you finally it's figure a very it out, puzzle, you're yeah. like, oh, cool. Yeah. I'm in the middle of one now that I'm stuck because I dismantled pretty much this whole ship. It's just, Big fuel tanker. So it had fuel tanks all over the place. And again, there's nothing more satisfying than these giant fuel tanks welded on. You right. cut those welds and you tether it. It just yanks, you know, something the size of a yacht, you know, <laughs> just okay. yanks yeah. it down into the butt. Just fun. Um, again, it's all zero G, right? So nothing's like else is moving around, you know. It's like it's just kind of cool when you, you know, momentum will keep something moving even if it's slow. So it's right. fun to like. You know, when you're grabbing stuff with just your little grapple gun, like little mm-hmm. things like little consoles and lights, there's like a blast function, like you, like a pulse. So you can grab something and then pulse it off of you. So when you're working with little things that, you know, you know, big things you need to tether because you can't, you're not strong enough to move them. Mm-hmm. But little things like lights and seats and consoles, like you can just grab them and rail them in like a fishing rod and then pulse them off. So you can just sit in one place railing shit in and, and just shooting shot stuff into the different bins. It's pretty nice. fun. Um, but so this particular ship has sort of like this big metal cage and the giant tank is almost a, the size of the ship. It's almost like the middle section of the ship, but it's one big fuel tank. And it's in this like metal cage and uh, weld points on it. But one little like overheat and you blow the whole thing up. So I'm trying to figure out how to get that cage apart so I can get this big tank out of there. And uh, you know, it's been it's been a chore. And then all this time, Fred, you you may you have to manage your oxygen and your thrust of fuel stuff. You oh love. yeah, because it's also a survival um, sim. <laughs> and uh, you know, you have shifts at end and shit. And then again, there's a there's a light story all through uh, calm chat mm-hmm. and. Uh, of course, you got a big bad boss man there who doesn't care about the people. He just wants everybody to do work. And then, you know, you got a foreman that's caught in the middle and he's he works for the company, but he cares for you guys. And then you got the rebellious workers you go. Uh, that have a secret union and corporations are bad. You know, that whole boring And they are. Feel. <laughs> I guess. As I'm sitting there on a fucking Samsung <laughs> laptop, fucking drinking Samuel Adams, That's fucking right. looking at my fucking Galaxy phone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm old enough not to give a shit. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm old That's enough fair. to be like, I'm old enough to eye roll at that shit because it's just like, yeah. Well, you know. There's also just, you know, ironic stuff, which you've probably at least seen people talking about where <clears throat> like one of the biggest anti-capitalism games out there was that, um, oh, I for, um, oh, I almost had it. It was that, that detective story that I tried playing and didn't like, 
Um, but anyway, uh, Disco Elysium. And oh, then okay. Yep, yep, you yep. find out that they just recently fired like their head writers because they didn't agree with the business decision that they were making in the interest of capitalism and stuff. So it's like, yeah, you'll never win. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, everyone's well, a hypocrite, right? All the well, any person who comes out and is like, I think treating women like objects is horrible. And then the next day it's like, and it turns out that guy was like treating women like objects. You know, it's like mm -hmm. the irony is never lost on me. So I'm like, why even bother? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But then, and then you meet women that like to be treated like objects. It's fucked up. Like, no, that's my this point. Great. Like, yeah. Why, why this bother great, making a statement? Is like my everything is gray. <laughs> like a, I'm old enough though. Like, there's no black and white. Yeah, are, are there corporations that treat employees like shit and overwork them? Yep. Hell yeah. Um, are there corporations that treat their employees good? Yeah, mm. probably a lot of them. Uh, are there employees that are pieces of lazy shit? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, because I work with a bunch of them. <laughs> uh, are those the same people that claim that they're being worked too hard? Yes. Mm -hmm. Often, like it's yeah. you know. But it's like, you can't defend that, you know, you can't defend the fucking the companies, you know, God forbid. But whenever I hear like um, any, any story, and since we're always in the game talking about games and shit, it's mostly game developers and, and publishers and all that bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. So we always hear those stories, but it's always the same, right? It's always like, oh, they overwork us and we have no rights. And then I'm like, oh, maybe. Maybe I don't know. I don't work there. Maybe a bunch of you guys are fucking crybabies. <laughs> Maybe there's other people in that office that work hard, and you don't do shit. Like, is that true? Maybe not. But maybe there's some. I mean, the best advice I, you could give anyone in the workforce but, is whether you like it or not, somebody's always going to have it better than <laughs> you. <laughs> but the thing is, like, the story you only hear is how terrible, mm -hmm. like, people are treated and like. I don't know. I'm just like I've well, been that's... in enough. I've been in enough places to know that like there's more to the story. Yes, yeah, I'm sure. I think a lot know. of that has to do with also the fact that like you probably know this. Like, um, you know, my wife and her friends. Like her friends usually only complain about their relationships when they're going to shit. They mm. never talk about their relationships when they're good when they're positive and so your impression is that they're in this terrible relationship mm -hmm. but they're not it's just they only talk about it when it's shit and i think that's equally like the mm -hmm. internet likes <clears throat> to only talk about stuff when it's bad right so. yeah yeah and i mean we've talked about that before and it's like and i'm not sticking up for either side but i'm saying right. the story is somewhere in the middle most likely yeah all right if something um, doesn't quite make sense there is some missing information that makes it make a lot more sense. It's like every guy that is sexually harassing women, every single guy, they just walk. Every one of them, they just, just, just slapping asses like bongos. Jesus, on the way in the this front must door. smell crazy in there. Must <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like coconut oil and fucking, yo. Know, it's like what's it smell like in there? Jesus, every guy's just walking around sexually harassing women. Chinese but, um, testosterone. Anyway. Um, <laughs> wow it's like an adam calhoun video in that fucking office that was so was right bringing it full circle. um yes thank you thank you um but yeah that's the story of uh shipbreaker from mm. i skip it all for the most part because i just want to take about ships um makes sense and 
there is free play. I think there's like free there's free play where you can not have like an oxygen meter or a shift. There you go. Shift See? timer or whatever. So you can just take our shifts. But I mean, I dig it. I dig the progress of it because you do get levels at XP and you level up your um, your tools. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's like a skill tree for your tools. Um, you know, so it gets obviously gets easy as you go and you just keep unlocking bigger and more complex ships to take apart. And I dig it, man. Nice. So I don't know. This might, like I said, this is my new CMS for a while. There you, you go. You'll be hearing about Shipbreaker for, for a little bit. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'm fine I, to do that because I'll never play it. So I need to live vicariously through you. Um, but I definitely need to um, put away Ghost of Shishima or something. Like I watched those credits for all. Um, I, I definitely need to like dig into something new. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just don't know what I want. Should it be Horizon? I don't know. I don't know what it, it should be. You know? So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm torn, man. I'm torn. I don't know what to play. Well, you so got much. Time. You don't need to rush too much choice, right? Right? Like if you, yeah, you'll get there. Too, too much choice. I'll tell you <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, that's that's really boring week for me. But uh, it doesn't sound boring. It just seems like it's. Uh, I don't know. I guess one might use scare quotes and say more of the same. But like, if you're enjoying yeah, yourself, like that's I am enjoying myself immensely you know so if you want to hear the newest and greatest there are options out there for them <laughs> that is true <laughs> so, wrong. and you know you'll be on top of it when sonic frontiers comes out i mean you're Oof. our guy on the street like no- november that's right sonic nova and november we got we got um, for me we've got uh with game pass we've got um both scorn and um plague tale so Mm. So those are coming mid-October. Both of them are coming on the 14th, actually, because Scorn got moved up from October 21st to the 14th. <clears throat> yeah. Gross. Gross. Yeah. Get horny just thinking about it. Anyway. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, um, all righty. So real quick, um, uh, you know it's Shocktober. It's, we're two days in. So I always have to start with some horror movies and stuff. I don't oh. think I'm going to watch a horror movie every day. I don't think I have enough time. But uh, so far, we've watched uh, uh, two horror movies. Um, so we started off uh, October 1st with uh, Poltergeist. Um, remember okay. that? Gem from 1982. I like Poltergeist. Yeah. A fun little fun romp. Tried to get my daughter to watch it. She noped out before even starting the movie. And uh, yeah. later on, when I saw the guy rip his face off it's- and various other things, yeah. It's a weird movie, right? Because in the yeah. 80s, it was it was almost touted as like a, a Steven Spielberg funny type thing. I don't know. It was like yeah, Spielberg touted did for that. kids. Like, same thing with Gremlins. Yeah. Like, Spielberg yeah, just, wrote Poltergeist and didn't direct it. He had Tobe Hooper directed, who yeah. did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But yeah, and then he'll spin around, right? And he'll do... He directed Gremlins, but he didn't write it. And that was also supposed to be like fun and funny. And like, but no, there's a lot no of people really? who think that's a very dark movie. <laughs> very dark. Killing old people? Yeah. I don't give a shit. Well, technically, um, the way it's done, no one's supposed to have died in that movie. But the original script has a lot of people die. Uh, so. An old lady on an electric chair shot out the top window yep. of her house. They, and well, and the there's this yard. weird thing like in the police station later. I didn't notice it until I watched the version with the commentary recently. Yeah. Um, where, yeah, they have something come through on the radio that says, 
um, we're rushing Mrs. Deal to the you know to the hospital um, because she's she's alive miraculously or something. And oh, really? uh, Spielberg That's even funny. says, or it might not have even been Spielberg. It might have been somebody else. They even said like it was hilarious that the MPAA was going to give us an R unless we put in that little clip that nobody notices in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but anyway, so we but yeah, watched- I, yeah. Oh, sorry. Guys. I remember. I, I just remember that being like, yeah, Poltergeist. Ha ha. It's it it Steven Spielberg. It was it's fun. Like, yeah, it's it was. Fun, it was something else. Um, <laughs> and it was. You can tell that when they later went and did Ghostbusters two years later, um, which was for the for the record not associated with Spielberg. They definitely took a lot of the ILM special effects tricks that Spielberg used in that movie. Um, and um, some of the concepts, right, of of the supernatural, and then adapted mm. it to Ghostbusters. You realize that more and more when you rewatch that movie. But recently, it came out on 4K. Picked it up. Got the Steelbook trees, um, mm-hmm. and the Steelbook's pretty good. On the back, it's got the Carol Ann in front of the TV screen, but on the front, it's the mom in the football jersey climbing out of the the pool, and all the dead bodies oh. floating in the water. Oh, so, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but uh, I just got Friday the 13th on 4K. It just came out last month. And then I really wanted a steel book. And uh, did you see my tweet about the steel book of this? I didn't see this. Okay. Tweet. I'm look so right now. the Friday the 13th steel book has literally the poster from the first movie. And it's really good looking. But they didn't make a steel book for the 4K. But the steel, the 4K was cheap. I think I pre-ordered it for Amazon, so I paid like 17 bucks for it, 18 bucks for it, which is cheaper than most 4Ks. And it only came with the 4K and the digital code. And so, oh, I did see it. I did see it because it was next to that cloak and dagger one. Yes, yes, and I'll talk about that in a sec. Yeah, I'm talking so I, a little I bit did. about my movie pickups because it's going to be a light I week. Did. But I did see it. Yeah, yeah. And so that steelbook looked dope. So I actually bought the Blu-ray version to get that steelbook. But that steelbook version was only nine bucks. And so my wife was talking to me about it, and she goes, "Let me ask you something, Fred. What do most of your steelbooks you buy come with? Like, what is the package?" And I'm like, "It's a steelbook. It has the 4K. It has the Blu-ray and the digital code." And she goes, "And how much do they?" You you pay for them. And I said, usually 30 to 35 bucks. And she goes, what is the cost of like Friday 13th, 4k plus the Blu-ray? And I'm like, it's like 28 bucks or something. She goes, so you're paying less. And even though you're getting it in two packages, you do still in the end have the steel book, the Blu-ray, the 4k and the digital code. I said, I actually have two digital codes and I already own the Friday 13th box set. So I already have Friday 13th, but that's Neither here nor there. The The Steelbook looks dope. And by the time I'm paying nine bucks for a Steelbook trees, we now know I have crossed into that collector's threshold, right? Like I'm already on the precipice. Things are getting chancy. But uh, anyway, um, and last but not least, yeah, Cloak & Dagger I grabbed on 4K because there was this company called like something Vinegar that made a 4K of Cloak & Dagger. And Cloak & Dagger has never been released on anything but DVD. And it's like a discount DVD you can find anywhere for like four bucks. And do you remember that movie at all? Mm, little bit. Okay. Simply put, they took the kid who played Elliot in E.T. And right. they had him do an adventure where he uh, is friends with... This is during the Atari times. So like it came out in 84, but this is definitely like the concept was back when the Atari 2600 was everywhere. Um, actually, 5200 is the big one in all the game stores around there. But 
basically he's friends with like the turbo nerd in the mall at the at the Babbage's type shop. Mm-hmm. And that guy tells him that like there's a special cloak and dagger tape or they called them tapes, but there was a special cloak and dagger cartridge that had like secret government stuff on there. And I do uh, remember this. The more yeah. you're talking about it, I'm like in the in the game was supposed to be that game that when the yeah, and when you playing, get right? far enough into the game, you unlock the F- the secret backdoor into the FBI database. Yeah. And the and so anyway, the the kids got the the thing and and it turns out like these people are actually coming after him. But his big problem is is that he has this imaginary friend Jack Flack and he goes on uh, these adventures and so he tells their fake stories, their imaginary stories as if they're real and people believe them. And then they, you know, boy who cried wolf kind of thing. So now when he's finally getting chased, you know, it's a fun little lighthearted, you know, eighties movie, but like, it's never been out on Blu-ray. And then of course this vinegar media or whatever decides to remaster it. And they decide to just go whole hog, skip over the Blu-ray and just make the 4k, but you do get a Blu-ray copy as well. And I was reading an interview about it because they recently released it. It only came out like, I don't know, couple weeks ago and they said this is going to be a limited release we just did a a simple print run we're not going to reprint it because we don't have time and i really doubt it's gonna sell more than our very limited print run and universal's sure not going to remake it like reprint it so i was like okay if i want cloak and dagger it's 30 bucks but i gotta buy it now because um i was looking at a couple of ebay auctions and amazon and while i was waiting for those to come down in price they all sold out like that, that, hmm. ga- that movie is not on Amazon other than like the, the scalpers and it's not on eBay other than the scalpers. And I was like, okay, this is going to do that thing where it's going to inflate quick. Cause it, people are just buying them up. And then like people are realizing that they can't get it. Um, and so, uh, I, I was just sitting there and I was like, yeah, I'm looking at this thing. And my wife was like, oh, is this it? And she like showed it to me on target.com and I was like, oh yeah, that's it. And she goes, all right, I bought it for you. So anyway, got Cloak and Dagger. Haven't watched it yet, but circling back around, figured I'd talk a little bit about my movies, my pickups. Today, I watched a horror movie. My wife couldn't join me because she was at work. I watched Cannibal Holocaust. Have you ever watched this movie? I've never seen this movie before. Cannibal Holocaust. I have seen Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, that, that was very controversial. Was big, racy, controversial movie banned in countries and stuff like that. It came out in 1980. Mm. Um, and... It's just trying to be shocking, right? You see people pulling guts out of people and then eating them and severing a head and carrying it around and stuff. It's probably pretty tame by today's audiences, but like, and and it it looks very obviously fake. Well, it it got in trouble because they killed like, they killed like a live sea turtle. Yes. So there are animals that get killed in this. There's also another like meat rat or something like muskrat or something he Mm -hmm. picks up and you can... I'd like to believe it's a mechanical animal, but I think it's a real one. No, no. I think they really like hauled out a sea turtle and like. <laughs> that sea turtle scene is it. definitely, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they got in trouble for that. And then wasn't that the weird film where they said it was a, a real life snuff film? And uh, like they, because the, the actors like disappeared for a while. Yes. Yeah, so uh, and it was supposed to be a stunt. Thing. Yeah. And uh, like, and they were even like arresting the director and shit. Yeah, they said so they it was, looked so real that they really killed them on film. <laughs> yeah, there was that, and and uh, and and yeah, that that and I mean, it's it's kind of rough to watch. Like it's rough, but it is it. it, it it's kind of one of those it, shock exploitation films 
circa um if you've ever seen i spit on your grave or the hills have eyes or last house emerald, on the left emerald jungle there was um yeah that was what it was called the the emerald uh jungle jungle or, yeah there was there was a whole group of films like in the 80s that were like these and they were all the same they were like tourists or people going to a na- like some land where they would get abducted by a, tr- a native tribe yep and then they would do horrible shit to them and it was real graphic yeah, real snuff porn looking shit, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a handful of them in the eighties. Like it become like this like weird, said, and there was genre. There was non stuff like that too with like <laughs> American stuff, right? The Hills Have Eyes is very much that. They're just driving through mm. Montana, and yeah. they just end up on the wrong fucking country road, you know. And that one was a big deal because it was Wes Craven, right? So because he would become popular with Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff, it gets more traction nowadays. Um, I spit on your graves, one of those, and uh, Last House on the Left, and and I think Last House on the Left was Wes Craven, also actually. But one of the things that um, I, I want to mention now for anyone going to look them up, which is always like a turnoff for me, is what all these movies really have in common is sexual violence, and yes. I just don't, I I don't do well with that. I can't, I can't watch those kinds of movies. Um, mm. It's pretty obviously kind of like farcical in this movie, but then again, it probably is in most of those, but it just hangs on each shot long enough and it's just graphic enough that I'm like, mm. I don't want to watch this again. And again, I I don't own a copy of it. Uh, a buddy of mine had a DVD copy of Cannibal Holocaust and he kind of I wouldn't say he coveted it because he never watched it. I don't think he ever watched it, but he was like kind of proud to have it in his collection. And um, I was like, can we watch it? And he was like, oh, I don't really want to watch it right now. And he goes, but, uh, you know, he goes, as long as you take care of it, I'll loan it to you. And he loaned it to me. And then I never got around to watching it. And so what I did was like, you know, I I saw him like, I was going to hang out with him like a week or so later. And he was like, hey, can you bring my copy back? And I was like, sure. I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I just ripped it real quick and put it on my Plex server. So it's been on my Plex server for a long time. <laughs> um, but I finally watched it today. And I was like, okay, now I can say I've seen it. But yeah, mm-hmm. and I and my wife does very not well with sexual violence. Like she usually, if it's well, a movie that looks like it's there, for understandable <laughs> reasons, she doesn't do well with it. Um, yeah, the most important uh, aspect is they're not good movies. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're we're bearing the lead there. Yeah, these aren't even good by like <laughs> by like horror movie standards. They're yeah. not good. I like splatter yeah, flicks more. Like what I like yeah. about uh, Friday the Thirteenth is like, holy shit! Like how did they do that? Right? How did they how did they dismember a guy in that way? Right? And stuff like that. Or when it's just fun. Like even when they get stupider later on, it's just fun to watch teenagers run around and just the stupid shit they do. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and so um, anyway, so that was my other horror movie, but uh, yeah, it was it's interesting. But uh, we got some stuff when coming was, up. Trees. Oh, sorry. I was saying when I was a, when I was like a teenager in the mom and pop video store, mm-hmm. there was a section of those like you'd go in this weird horror section, but then those were on the like this. Top, I always remember they were in this like top shelf, and they were in big boxes like porn boxes. Yep, yep they were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like, Oh, they so definitely advertised cute. them the same way so that your kid couldn't bring it up and like trick yeah. you. Um, funny. 
Go but on. Uh, but anyway, and I've got some other stuff planned. This was just like spur of the moment. Uh, I was like, I got to watch something this afternoon. And I was also during the day. That was the other thing that always chafed me was because um, I didn't get to talk about this. Actually, I want to mention this briefly. Sorry, I'm going to go on a little side tangent, but it won't take long. Um, <clears throat> this week was also weird for me because um, my dad lives in Daytona Beach and Hurricane Ian hit. <laughs> Mm. And then, of course, we've got some listeners on the show as well. We got, or, well, friends of the show, I guess we'll say. We got Lois out in, you know, what is he, Orlando, I think. And then we've got, um, uh, we've got Delvin Cox out in Miami. And so we've got some people in Florida, right, that, that I was like kind of worried about. And um, everybody, from what I understand, was safe. You know, my mm-hmm. dad has to, the insurance is going to have to replace part of uh, his uh, roof that's over his porch, uh, but not over his house. And, uh, most of his fence, but by and large, he's doing fine. Um, That's cool. And he wasn't at home. His neighborhood got it worse than his girlfriend's, and he was at his girlfriend's house uh, during the hurricane. I still stand by this, though. Um, I get with some individuals, like, why you can't just pick up and go, but my dad and his girlfriend are both retired. Why don't you just drive up to Georgia (laughs) and spend, like, three nights at a Motel 6? Like, why is that just not an option. I don't know. But anyway, mm-hmm. I digress. Um, but for people like, you know, Lois and stuff, like you got a family out there and there's, you know, I, I get why that wasn't necessarily possible. Um, but, uh, but anyway, um, the other thing was I've been not able to stay up at late and this is probably, uh, this week. And this is probably what leads into, um, why I haven't played much. Normally I play at night as we know. And especially mm-hmm. during Halloween, I want to play games at night. Well, I have been just Right as the nightfall hits, I've been passing the fuck out and not understanding why. Like, like hocus pocus, that made sense. But like on a normal <laughs> night where I ate like a lean meal and and I'm like drinking like Mountain Dew, like diet Mountain Dew, like it makes no sense that I would pass out within like 10 minutes of booting up a game, right? And I've mm. been passing out while playing games like upright, you know? And I it didn't make any sense to me. So I finally went and read... The uh, allergy meds my wife has been giving me because I've been suffering from seasonal allergies. And they're like the old school allergy meds that are like real hard on like your liver or kidneys or something. And they're like, don't drink alcohol with them. And most of the time I wasn't. But they were also like, it's not the non-drowsy stuff. It's like, this is the drowsy ass shit. And I was like, where did you get this? And she goes, oh, it was on clearance at the generic aisle of the pharmacy at the hospital. And she goes, I paid like two bucks for that. And I was like, yeah, I know why. And so (laughs) it was just uh, today I switched it up for Claritin, like a more traditional non-drowsy 24-hour allergy pill. And it's been night and day. Like I feel far less groggy. I do not feel tired. I'm able to stay up with you here. Like I haven't made it up this late. You know, for me, it's even later for you. But for me, it's like 11 o'clock right now. I haven't stayed up this late all week. And so that's been the problem. I've been on these fucking groggy ass allergy pills that were probably hardcore on my body. (laughs) I need to be careful with stuff like that. Plus, I did drink this weekend. And, um, you know, especially last night, like, oof, knocked me the fuck out. But anyway, Mm. uh, actually, I did just get done selling you. I stayed up late last night. I did stay up late last night. So I don't know what I'm saying, (laughs) but still. Delirious. Maybe the alcohol kept me up. Who knows? Uh, but uh, but either way, I'm good to be back on on regular allergy pills. So, circling back trees, other than Fortnite, which I'm now level 25, 
and just working my way through, but I, it's already starting to wear off. Just a real quick side note. Like I can already see where like the loop, like I can't play too, too much. You know, I play mm-hmm. some dupes or some doubles with my daughter. We finally got that, that achievement for, you know, the moment I got in with her, it took us like two minutes to get to, uh, to, to kill the, uh, the boss yes. and stuff. But, yeah. um, but yeah, so, so, but I can already tell, like after I play for like an hour, I'm like, I'm done for a couple of days. So mm-hmm. I'll slowly unlock spider Gwen. Right. And if I really have to, I'll reduce myself to using V bucks, but I really don't think I'll have to. I think as long as I stay consistently playing every couple of days, kind of like the, the magic, the gathering thing, it should be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only other thing I've been playing because I do want to start horror games, but I haven't yet is mass effect three. Oh, and, um, mass effect three, that game is much longer than one and two if you're mm-hmm. trying to do everything. And yeah. now with all the DLC mixed in, those are not short DLCs. Like they were giving you your money's worth by that point. Um, because doing like the Omega D- DLC, which was great when you go retake mm-hmm. Omega. Like I think I talked mm-hmm. about that last week, but you know, that's not part of it. And then this week I did the Citadel DLC, which I'll talk about in a moment. But yeah, like it's just much longer. Like, I think I'm at like the 40 hour mark and I'm still not on, I'm, I'm getting near the end, but I'm still not at the end. And I remember that final run. Like when you start that last mission, you got to have some time set aside. Cause it's like three, four hours. Mm-hmm. So like I knew that much, but, um, but yeah, like it, it and it's also funny to see how they kind of course correct stuff, right? Like you can definitely see the influence of Bioware, believing their fan base and kind of adapting mass effect for it. Um, Mm. because it's, it's just kind of weird. Like some of the stuff that's in there, um, like the, the romance stuff is a joke. Like when, when I re romanced to Miranda, like there's like a couple flirty lines and then fade out. Like, (laughs) it's like, okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Like we've come a a long way from deep lesbian sex scenes in the first one. Right. Like, and you can just see how they've tweaked the game in certain ways, the way like the fan base, like you can see how things are missing that people complained about and things are not missing in other ways. So I don't know. You can just kind of see it in the game. Like it's almost yeah. a joke with like the Reapers and scanning and stuff like that. It's like if they catch you, they just have you re spawn as if they hadn't caught you. <clears throat> and then, yeah. It's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like there's yeah. no other reason for them to be there. Yeah. But it's, to be a pain in the ass when you're trying to do stuff. It was weird. And the, the Mako stuff is completely gone. Like it, there's no vehicle driving whatsoever in this no. game. And no. I kind of miss that. Right. And they put it all back into Andromeda. If you've never played Andromeda, like they bring it all back yeah, yeah. for those. I started it. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not saying Andromeda is better because you want to talk about a game that's just far too big for its britches. Like I'm like 45 hours into that game and I think I'm only at the halfway point and I'm not doing most of the side stuff. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so I played through it and trees, I started the Citadel way before getting through a large portion of the campaign missions. Okay. So for comparison, I think I, I hadn't done any of the Geth stuff and I hadn't seen Tali yet. And then, you know, after that, you do the Asari stuff and then you do the Miranda missions and stuff like I hadn't done any of those yet. And so I started the Citadel and uh, I got to tell you, it it was off putting at first. The apartment was cool, 
But like I got kind of bored walking around listening to all of Anderson's like book stuff. But I do kind of mm. think it's funny because I think the joke is supposed to be that he's all full of himself, right? And like he leaves you all these tablets around so you can hear his memoirs. Um, mm. I don't know either way. And the apartment is super dope, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Swanky. But I didn't like that I couldn't like invite people over yet. Like that was grayed out. And then I couldn't invite anyone to the parties yet. And when I looked at the guest list, there were some odd people missing, such as Tally, Miranda, and stuff like that. And I learned why. And so, but then I just continued on the missions. And at first, I didn't love the Citadel missions until, like, the whole clone thing is revealed. And then, right, there are a bunch of fucking just chuckleheads mm. the whole time, right? Like, it's it's like this kind of parody mm-hmm. of Mass Effect, right, with yeah. how they talk and shit like that. And I found that very amusing. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but the whole clone missions and everything, once I beat it, I was like, okay, that was okay. Um, and I love the fucking dope-ass Sam Fisher gun that I get out of it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm using that, and it's like cheap mode unlocked yeah, like, for it the is. rest of the game. Yeah, um, you can't lose. Yeah, that's so that's why I've been switching up the weapon and like not carry Like, I always have it in my inventory mm-hmm. so I can bring it out if I really get pissed off at something. But when you take down one of those huge, like, I forget what they're called, like the... The um, the uh, the Reapers, they've got those big bird-like, you know, airships. And when you're starting to take one of those out with this little silenced pea shooter, it's kind of embarrassing. Um, but uh, but yeah, so um, when I finished all that, it came down to the party time, right? And they were like, go invi- invite people. And th- there were still no people I could invite. Like, I definitely wanted Miranda because I wanted to re-romance her. And I hadn't even seen her in the game other than, like, that quick thing where she's like, I got to go see my sister, right? And so she hadn't popped back up. And I knew she was in in some of the story missions. And then Tally wasn't there, and I hadn't seen her yet. And I was like, you know what? I need to get farther in the story. And I was wondering, Mm -hmm. would it just let me leave the apartments and just go off on my own? And sure enough, it did. And before I get to that point, though, I also really didn't like a lot of the gambling stuff. Uh, with that blackjack type type game, I didn't know how to like stay. Like I knew the oh. button to hit, but I didn't know the button to stay. I couldn't figure it out. It definitely wasn't X, Y, B, or A because I tried all of them and lost some money in trying to figure it out, and none of them worked. <clears throat> I remember now. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's been a few months since I've. Another thing played, is so the Citadel in one. particular, but some of those missions are kind of glitchy as shit. Like. There was some weird stuff where like people weren't spawning on the Citadel, even though they're supposed to be right there. And then I'd like leave the area and come back to it. And then suddenly they were there or like you couldn't click on a person who you were supposed to be able to talk to. And so Citadel was kind of glitchy. Um, but, uh, but anyway, I went back and did more of the missions and got Miranda re-romanced her and then met up with her in stuff. So now I'm at the part where I think I'm really getting close to the end game where like, I'm just going after the elusive man and, um, I think shortly after that, and I've got most of the war assets. Like I'm over hmm. seven thousand, yeah. so I think I'm at the point. And and I could definitely like I, you know, I already got the achievement long ago that says like you've collected a majority of the war assets. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm ready to go, but I just got to get there. And I'm so torn because I'm supposed to sh- start my October Halloween games, but like I'm so close. I think I really <laughs> do need to just knock this out, right? So, yeah. I'm going to wait till the weekend to like finally knock it out like Friday night or something. And also what I've got like as like an argument to myself is that, um, you know, I got that week, that extra week off in October because I'm switching jobs. So like I'll be able to make up for lost time. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, that game is really good. But 
it's a little long in the tooth and it probably doesn't help that like I'm coming off the cusp of like just playing like 40 hours in Assassins. Like I've been playing some pretty long games, like real long in the tooth games, right? And, you know, next I want to start Goes of Tsushima. So we've got that, you know, it's just like, ugh, lots of long games. Um, And so the good thing about horror games is by and large, they're not that long, right? Like they tend to be on the shorter side. I mm-hmm. did have this idea of playing the what I call the original Resident Evil 4 trilogy, which is playing all of Shinji Mikami's versions of what would be Resident Evil 4. You play Resident Evil 4, and then you play his next game, which is that uh, he teamed up with Suda51 and did that Shadows of the Damned. Do you remember that oh, yeah, one? Yeah, I, like I like that game. Yeah, that game's a lot of fun. And that one's not too long. But no. Resident Evil 4 is like 20 hours, and then mm-hmm. like Shadows of the Damned is like 8 and then his next game he did was Evil Within. And I, you remember, I really didn't like Evil Within when it first came out. And now playing the original Evil Within 1 is like one of my favorite games to replay. I think right. I've replayed that game like three times already. But that game's also not short. That game's 20, 25 hours. And I was like, I am not going to play 50 hours of games for this month's like Shocktober and nothing else. So I need like shorter games, right? So, mm-hmm. so tonight, um, I, I kind of started it last night, but started to fall asleep. Oh, that's why I stayed up late last night. I ended up talking to an old friend on the phone for like two hours or something. So that's why I was up late. And then I tried to play games and pass the fuck out. Um, but uh, I, I started Fear, the original Fear, First Encounter Assault Recon. <laughs> yep. And what's interesting is I played Fear 2, Project Origin, um, when it came out. I remember playing that game like right when it came out. And... I played Fear 3 because I was reviewing games, and so I reviewed it. But I've never played the original Fear, and I had it on PC. I think I started it, but it was it was all keyboard and mouse, and I adapted it for controller, but it just didn't work quite right. And so now I'm eager to play the original Fear, and it's now backward compatible. I think I've talked about this, and uh, it's not on digital stores, so I had to use the disc. Um, mm. but, uh, but yeah, so I'll be starting up Fear. But there's some other games I wanted to play, too. Um, just t- talking briefly about Halloween gaming stuff. You remember that Bloodstained, which is like the Egovania? Yeah, 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 yeah. I started that and I got like 15 hours in and I was starting to get lost a little bit. Like I wasn't getting stuck anywhere, but I couldn't figure out where I was supposed to go next. And I come to find out that that game's like 30, 35 hours. And I was like, mm. that's a little long. Like, would we love Symphony of the Night that much if it was like a 30 hour game? I don't know if we would. Yeah, I don't know. Right? That it's supposed to be good though, right? Symphony of the Night's great. No, I mean, um, oh, Bloodstained. Bloodstained? It's a lot of fun. I always have good things about it. No, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, I put 15 hours into it, but mm. I didn't think I wanted to go back and put another 15 hours into it, right? It's just like long. <clears throat> so I played, I used to play uh, with easy mode. We used to play Costume Quest every Halloween. Yeah, that was our well, Halloween funny game. you mentioned that. Yeah, I was thinking about booting up Costume Quest 2, which I'd never <laughs> not, played. Not scary. Not scary, yeah. but no, it was a but fun it's a little good Halloween game. seasonal game. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely thinking about that. Um, I did pick up Blasphemous. Have you heard of this game? It's kind of like Hollow Knight in that it's like it's 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 a Souls-like game, but it's also a Metroidvania, and but its style is very like kind of Bloodborne-ish. It, I, I think I've seen the. Uh, I think I've watched the, the trailer for it. Yeah, and of course I picked it up because it was on Super Sale. I picked it up for six bucks on Xbox. 
I remember Jam played it. It's from a Spanish mm. studio, and Jam played it, and he really liked it. And I think this was one of those games where you can turn it on for Spanish dialogue with English subtitles. And since I know Spanish, I could just turn on the Spanish and just play it in its original tongue, though. Um, mm-hmm. But I, Jam played it, and he really liked it. And I picked it up for six bucks, and then shortly afterwards, like within the a week or two later, um, it. I got I had that PS Plus extra and I was looking at the list of games and it's on there. So if you ever wanted to play at Trees, it's on the PS Plus extra. Um, nice. But then there's a game that I recently picked up that is not on any Game Pass or Plus extra or anything. That is a throwback to um, to like old Resident Evil games and Silent Hill, like 1998 stuff. Um, okay. Uh, uh, and what is it called? Um, Oh, I'm never going to find it because if I look up something that's like, what is Resident Evil 1 or something like that, I'll have to look it up and tell, you know what, I'll be playing it at some point and I'll tell people this month when I actually play it. But yeah, I, um, it's, it's like an old school game and it came out like now and people say it's really good. Like I played that, that other Resident Evil like game. Um, and, uh, oh, I had it in my library for a while and I didn't end up liking it very much. Um, and it wasn't very good. Um, and it was like from the makers who, it was from the people who were trying to make the Resident Evil 2 remake before Capcom decided to do it. And then, um, and, and it, it was fine, but some of it's, I, I played it for quite some time. And again, it was pretty long too, but it's downfall was that its mechanics were a little too survivally, a little too real, right? Mm. Like it was a little too serious. And, um, and so, yeah, I, I ended up not liking it as much. And this one apparently is way more digestible. So I look forward to playing it and checking it out. And I've got plenty of other horror games, but I'm trying to look for horror games that are not as long, right? Like right. a good, like five to 10 hour horror game. And I want to do like a bunch of them. And I think, and I wanted your take on this. Maybe I should try games like that. I've just not played before right and just try to bounce around to a bunch of i don't think i want to go retro but i think i'm going to bounce around to a bunch of different platforms because i got a lot of weird crazy indie horror games on like um steam that i got through Mm -hmm. a bunch of bundles so i think i'll try stuff like that and then just look through all my horror stuff that i i collect and i'm always like oh i should play that when halloween comes around i never do yeah you you just can't have slow burn games man you can't you can't try to give something 10 hours to get into it. You either got to click with it or not. So, you're not clicking, move on. Yeah, I was thinking about two hours or like one session, right? Like if I sit yeah. down tonight, well, not tonight. Yeah. Tonight's a bad example because I'll be going you, to bed. But tomorrow night I sit down and I start a session after my whole mm-hmm. family's in bed at like 1030. And when I get done between like midnight and 1230, like when I'm done, I either know I'm going to continue yes. this game or I'm just going to stop. Because because the diff, difference with you and me over the years is you're a sl- you give too much of a slow burn to games to give them a chance. Like you'd be like, I'm 20 hours in, yeah. and I don't know. Well, and that was the clicking. problem with with Bloodstained. I was like, I like Bloodstained, and I was having a lot yeah. of fun, especially for those first five hours. By the time I was 10 hours in, I was like, I hadn't really seen a boss yet, so I got to the first boss battle, and I didn't love it, but it was fine. But then like. 
10 to 15 hours, I was like kind of like hating my way through it. And I was finally like, okay, I need to stop and take a break from this. And like now I'm compelled to go back. But like why? Like I've experienced that game probably more so than more games that I like a lot more. Right. And back in the day, I would have that that would have been enough to complete the game. So just because they made it long in the tooth doesn't mean I haven't played it and I don't have to play every game right. to completion. And that's, you're right, that's where I need to get to. And I'm doing better, right? Like, I probably played Split Second a little longer than I needed to, but, like, I'm getting better. <laughs> so we'll see. Let's yeah. let's use this Halloween season to see if I can actually keep things limited. I will, I will I like do my it. damnedest. So, so we'll see with that. If anybody has some ideas, uh, chances are I probably own it on some platform already so just let me know about it and definitely if it's on something like game pass or if it was a free game on epic game store or if it was in like a humble bundle because i probably have it or if it's on playstation plus extra like let me know but i'm always watching those things um and i look forward to uh to um yeah to digging in so um but we shall see but i do think are you with me at least this way that i should probably just wrap up mass effect though Mm mm-hmm like I'm yeah. so close. So you are. So you I come will. this far, like like me. It's like you know, I, I went through all all three of those pretty quick. Just uh, yeah, it was fun. It was it was more enjoyable that way, story wise. Yeah, yeah, and I don't want to so, like come back after a month and be like, okay, I yes. kind of remember where I was, but where was I? Like I'm so you, close to yeah. the end, I just need to wrap. You it up. You, you have momentum right now. You have yeah. some Mass Effect momentum. That's right. So keep it going. Anyway, I I look forward to that, but uh, stay tuned. Um, and um, you know, trees. Like at the risk of anything else, I think we're gonna we're gonna call it here. All right. So sounds good. Yeah. So. Here you go. I know a lot of people like our long episodes, but mm. we're still giving you two and a half hours, right? How laughable is it that two and a half hours is our short show? That's right. <laughs> so suck but, it up. All right. Well, then until next week, you enjoy some gumbo. And uh, this is Fred <laughs> and Trees saying peace out. Oh, uh, later. I'm still hyped. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Chicken, they surprised that I'm doing well. If they was on fire, I wouldn't piss in them. Let them melt. They ain't gon' survive. I'm too live. They gon' need some help. Listen, knock it down. When it's time, I'ma pop it off. Shit went to his head. He fucked around, so I knocked it off. You get it? Shit went to his head, so I knocked it. Fuck it. I'ma be the man till I die. Kick the bucket. Every beat I'm on, I beat it up like that's the last supper. Yeah, fuck top ten. I'm the one, motherfucker. What's wrong? Looking like you just got smacked by a brick. Country rap on this bitch. Finally back on my shit, boy. I'm saying we ain't never gonna run though You playing but you got the right one though You can get it out, boy we get it poppin' Run up if you want some, you gon' have a problem, yeah Stayed hungry, we was waiting for the moment for the day They let them country boys in, let them country boys This one for my fucking people at the bottom Bitch, they said that we were never gon' win Wasn't never gon' motherfucker jumpin' out the gym Holdin' more, they can't control them, may see nothing like this